It's Monday. You know what that means. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the SAP Wrestling Podcast Review. I am one of your hosts, 617. That man to my left over there is Puppet Master 2191 and Puppet has a guest for us tonight. Puppet, why don't you go ahead and introduce your friend? This is going to be Roxas. Roxas, he changed his name from last time. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to stick with what we got him as in Discord. I think last time we called him Sexual Chocolate, didn't we? Yeah, well, I mean, there, there was a few names. There's a few that. names that were tossed around. None of them really stuck just yet. Yeah. We'll, we'll get something for them. All right. Today, hey. we are going over the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, wow. which is, as of right now, it is... 12.11 in the morning, this thing ended about two hours ago. Yeah, two yeah, hours ago. It was a... I don't know. Mediocre? Yeah, it's not the uh, best. Was it the best? All I'm gonna say is the Rumble matches were good. Were really good. And that's the only two... Like That's the main things I was super worried about during the whole event. Yeah. Yeah, we had one, we had one match on the card that shouldn't have been on the card, but I mean, we'll start the match off with the pre-show. Um, fucking r truth come out there with another solid gold moment. <laughs> come out dressed up like Elmer Fudd, had a little exchange with Booker T. Yeah, <laughs> about his friend Bugs Bunny being on the show. Oh man, fucking stupid shit, man. <laughs> but it was hilarious. <laughs> All because he mixed up Bad Bunny with Bugs Bunny. Uh, which is a normal truth thing. <laughs> normal yeah, similar truth. to the uh, 24 karat gold incident that he had. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Gotta love our truth, man. No matter what happens. And he actually did have a spot later on in yeah, the well, pay per view at the that. Women's Rumble. We'll get to that when we get to it. But. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, that first the the women's no. match was a uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus Asuka and Charlotte Flair for the women's tag team championship. Oh, I gave I I'll, I'll give that one a three, mainly because they're working an angle between Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair having to do with her pops Rick and everything, and yeah, basically. Lacey Evans came out and caused enough interference and pretty much cost Asuka and Charlotte the title. So, yeah, one title change hand during the night so, so far. I, I gave it a three out of five as well. Uh, because three out of the four competitors in the match were on point with their stuff. Right. I won't get into the to the fourth one. It is what it is. Not not out to disrespect or bash anyone. Um but the Rick Flair and Lacey Evans angle, uh the woman's the loaded woman's right, right. while she's putting the 
putting figure, the uh, figure eight on that was really good. Um, all in all, it, it was a solid match with your typical run in that was exactly just about anyone could have seen coming. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but it, no, it it was good. Uh, that's why I'm giving I'm giving it a three out of out of five because it was a solid match. It 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 sold. It it's helping to solidify the Lacey Evans Charlotte Flair feud that's going on. So, yeah. which you kind of get to see a little bit more of that when we get to uh, when we get to the women's rumble. Right. Uh, that was the main pre-show. It, pretty much covered what storylines are going into this besides the rumble matches of course right, right um and then the women's tag so after that match is concluded we head into the main card of the rumble first card first match on the card was the WWE championship match between Drew McIntyre and Oldberg Yes, that's right. Do not adjust your speakers. I said Oldberg because I'm tired of them. <laughs> I'm tired of them. So the only thing that I'll say is I don't necessarily think this shouldn't have been on the card. I just think it could have been done better. Well, the whole entire match is just a match of finishers. That's why I'm saying it could have been done better. I mean, as soon as the fucking bell rang, McIntyre landed a spear on Goldberg. <laughs> no, and I then like it's that. just back and forth. But that's spear, spear, Claymore. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Had it been done differently, I think that match would have been good. Right. Had it not just been finisher, 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 it would have been a good match. Like I believe that McIntyre could have made Goldberg look good while covering up his weaknesses. Right. Right. And so Goldberg could have sold better to McIntyre. Yeah. Then that, that. that's what I'm saying. Had it had it been laid out like a normal match, I like it would have been it would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been a good match. I mean I I see what they were trying to do because you know Goldberg came in and he squashed Lesnar in like forty something seconds. He came in, he squashed the fiend really quick to take the title. They were looking to try and push another one of those. It just went the opposite way, but... he No, he also did that with Kevin Owens. Yeah. There's plenty like, of potential in this match. To have this be a decent match that goes 10, 15 minutes, not five. Not five. To me, it was boring. Okay, here here's my thing. It, it, was, it was boring because it was just finishers and that was it. It's the same like his match versus uh, Braun Strowman. But uh, there again, him and Braun could have had a really good match. Right. Had they actually wrestled. Yeah. Right. Except for that was just finisher, finisher, yeah. finisher. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for, for McIntyre, you could have gave them five, eight minutes. Right. Five to eight minutes. Goldberg wouldn't get winded within that time. You could have pushed 10 minutes. I don't think cardio-wise he would have made it a 15-minute match Probably without not. looking super gassed. I think 10, 11 minutes is going to max, 
and then you're going to start noticing he's really gassed. Right. Um. Yeah, and then at that point, McIntyre would have to carry the rest of the match. And... Yeah. But you could have gave them five, five to ten minutes for a match. Let them have a wrestling match and not a my Claymore kicks better than your jackhammer and spear. Right. Um, and it would have been a, a very good match, I believe. Right. Yeah. Needless to say, McIntyre came over on top in that one, and yeah, I gave it a two out of ten. Uh, I'm. I I gave it three out of five. There you go. On a ten scale, you're doing fives. <laughs> I've been, I've always been doing fives. Shit, I've never done fives. <laughs> and I, I, if we're going on the five scale, then the nine <laughs> would drop to a one Yours out would of five. Be one. one out of five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I think, you know, I it, it two and a half out of five. It was a two and a half out of five. I won't give it a quite a full three. Uh, had there been a little bit more wrestling moves, or if Goldberg's jackhammer wouldn't have looked like a box suplex, <laughs> right? Now you could tell he was getting gassed at that point because he, yeah, str- he was struggling. You could tell by the way McIntyre was positioning his hand that McIntyre was about to do all the work on that fucking jackhammer just to get up. One, well, he, he didn't have enough enough in it to even get himself over the top of it. It was it was a suplex. Right. It was just a stalled suplex. It, it was more hype than what the match led on to me. I feel like honestly I, I would have put this on the the pre-show but you know, uh, you it, it's, it's not right having the, the World Heavyweight Championship defended on the pre-show. World title on the pre-show. <laughs> It's that's going right. to take a whole lot of prestige, y'all. Right. That is too short for the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. Second match um, moving in. You got more to add to this one? To that cluster? Um, no, no. I, like, I was fixing to say, uh, from there we had the uh, the women's. Oh, yeah. The, the You can't forget the, the handshake hug at the end. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You... No, I did like that. I like yeah. that spot. Yeah. And I, and I liked how Goldberg was saying you passed the test. I don't know what kind of test it was, but it must have been open book. Yeah, I mean, it was... Like, I, I liked the concept of it because it was about respect and not this. And, right. And right. then Goldberg saying, all right, yeah, you passed my test. You got my respect. Right. Right. Um... Again, like I said, had they done more actual wrestling in the ring when the match started, it would have been a good match. Um, because of the stuff that happened outside the ring before the match started, uh, that had they done all of that and then came in and done it, it didn't have to be a super technical wrestling. Body slam, shoot them into the ropes, drop right. down, drop kick, you know. It could have been like, be- like beginning wrestling, wrestling, and it would have been fine. Yeah, it did have yeah, one highlight. Have one highlight, highlight when... Holy hell, that's loud! Yeah, just getting yeah, some just feedback gets... on your end. Oh, that's because I was leaned in. No, I mean, is it? 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, it did have a good highlight when Goldberg digs Spear McIntyre through the barricade, but that was about it. But then again, I mean, it's another finisher. <laughs> another finisher. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. moving on, second match on the card, SmackDown Women's Championship match between Carmella and the defending champ, Sasha Banks. Was a good match. Had good hype leading up to it between the two, and good storytelling, in my eye, between both of the females in this particular one. So, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I, I agree. It was a really good match. The storytelling was above par, um, including the, the you know the use of Reginald on the outside, the ref throwing him out. All of that, like it was really good. <laughs> only, uh, only takeaway that I have from that match was that dive where Carmella just <laughs> face planted her her face into the floor. Yeah, I don't know how she didn't knock herself the fuck out um, on that. There again, it it shows everyone has an off night. Carmella usually is dead on. Right. Um, I, honestly, I think it being Rumble, and everyone knows. Well, this is this is the major stop before Mania, right? I feel like adrenaline was pumping. And they were up there, and she just kind of went into it a little too hot. Yeah, not to mention, I, I kind of feel that like Carmella found out like that day that she wasn't going to. win the match and she was going to be in the rumble later so it was one of those things where i feel like she wasn't giving it 100 percent when she was in the ring on that one she was kind of phoning it in trying to i guess savor her, her stamina for the actual rumble match that was actually next on the card so yeah i kind of feel like she just went out there and kind of gave it three quarters <laughs> Of what she has, and I don't know. I wasn't impressed, too impressed with by her in-ring performance in that particular match. I've seen better in the past yeah. out of her. It's just, it seems like they told her, like, at the beginning, you're going out there, you're going to lose to Banks, and then you're going to be in the Rumble after that. So she just kind of took it upon herself to go out there and, I don't want to say half-asset, three-quarter asset, I guess. Yeah, phoned it in a yeah, little. Just phoned it in, you know, missed a couple spots. She did sell the whole sommelier getting thrown out, even though he didn't do... All he did was catch Banks whenever she got thrown out of the ring, and then Banks kind of makeshift her and his ass out of the way and then kicked him. But no, I, it is what it is. Here, here's, here's my other thing on this one. Um... On most events, I would I would point out, you know, I think they phoned it in, this, that, and the other. But in the event of the Rumble, when you know they're pulling double duty, yeah, and it's not like I'm going to have one match that's 15, one match that's 15. You're potentially looking at, I've got a match that's 15 to 20 minutes, and then I've got a potential long haul of almost an hour. Right. I, I get why she she semi phoned it in. Yeah, uh, I mean, no one's going to be in the rumble. Yeah, you don't want to go out there and 
give all your gas into this match that you're going to lose, and then when you come out for the Rumble, you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, the in all honesty, nine times out of ten, the matches from the Rumble are not what's remembered. It's the entrances in, like, the first 30 seconds that right. they're in the ring for the Rumble. That's that's what the Rumble event is for. Right. Unless you do something like Road Dog did and lay down and hug the bottom rope for about 20 minutes and not move. Hey. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it got him 20 minutes, so. Yeah, it's a tactic. Let it, let it go. Roman hugged, hugged the, the year that he he won. Roman hugged, hugged the canvas more than he was on his feet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh shit! I gave you that one. That one was well. The the one one of the highlights that I did take is how they they counted each other's signature move. So like when Carmella put her in whatever the fuck that new submission move that she has, where she wraps him up in her legs and she kind of bridges up on one hand. How Banks came over and just grabbed her hand and threw her off. Is that the counter right? I don't know. Was it counterfeit or something like that? I think something like that. Which one? The one that Carmilla did? No, no. Carmilla's the code of silence. Oh, so was yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about Carmilla's finish. The yeah. legs and one hand. Yeah, okay. And she, no, she put her. Code, yeah, she put her in the code of silence, the submission move, and Banks reached over and grabbed her hand and took her balance off to get out of it. Yeah, and everything, and then no matter what they, whenever they would try to go for another finisher, they always knew and they countered it pretty well until Banks locked her in the bank statement at the end. Yeah, and forced the submission. Yeah, and that like, and that's the thing. Like, they they've had a few back and forth, so they they should be familiar with each other's finish to know semi how to how to prevent it. Right. You know, or fight it uh, up until the point of I'm just exhausted. I can't fight this. Right. Uh, so I I thought that that kind of goes back to that whole storytelling. They they did really good on the storytelling. Right. Um. Ooh, again, we this something. this this was one of the probably one of the better matches with storytelling in it. Yeah, we we missed something. Was it in the pre-show? Or was it after the show when our truth lost the title? To the no, that, 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 that was yeah. No, that's that's a little further out. Okay, so yeah, all right. I gave that one a three out of five. It would have been better if Carmella had actually gone out there and not made it look like she was phoning it in, but you know. Uh, I, I give it a four mainly because I I kind of get why it was semi because I won't say it was completely phoned in. Right. I'm gonna say it was semi phoned in. Had it not been phoned in and she went like she didn't have double duty, I think that would have been a five star match. Yeah. Because all the other elements were there. Right. All right, third match on the card. The Women's Royal Rumble match. First of two marquee matches. First of two. So opening up was Bailey. Was the first one out. Who was the second one again? Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. Good opener. 
lots of energy yeah. coming in. You know, you got the typical Bailey as the heel coming out, and then Naomi coming out as the face, opening the uh, match up. The only thing, and I, I will say this before we go any further on any of it, the only thing that I did not like was they revealed who number 30 was for the women's and who one and two was for the men. Yeah, 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 at the start. Yeah. You know, um, like right before the pay-per-view before. and everything, they revealed had, number 30 was going to be Natalia. Well, no, they determined number 30 on SmackDown. Now, that I've seen done in the past, and that one, that one was okay. But I kind of agree with you when we were talking as the show was airing. One and two is the surprise spots. Like that's that, those that's the two spots that everyone's like, hmm. I wonder if these two will start it. Right. No one who was starting going into the men's. Normally, I would say took away would take away. In this case, it didn't. Like it kind of excite. I kind of had more excitement leading into it this time. Just because of who it was, right? That's what they did. But it kind of took. It also took that element of seeing who number one and two was, and having that "oh my god" pop, right? Exactly. Away. Now, yeah. granted, the "oh my god" pop wouldn't have done any good because there's still no live fans in the in the arena. Because there's some people that I I will make a statement on when we get to them that I feel like the building would have erupted. Right. right. Um, of course. But right now we're in the FEMA and the women's match. Number one and two was not. Uh, like you said, they came out. They had energy. Um, very good back and forth. You know, old school heel face. Uh, doing the thing. Uh, number three was Bianca Belair. And I will just go ahead and say this now. That girl stole the show for the Women's Rumble. Yeah, she did. Phenomenal. She was great. Two great years energy, in a row. Energy, where, great energy the whole match. Yeah. Two, two years in a row where she's she has stole the show for the Rumble. Right. For the Females Rumble. I won't necessarily say she stole the whole show like she did last year. But pretty close. Yeah. I mean, she had part part way to do it still in the show. I mean, R-Truth kind of stole the show a little bit to himself. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> there's some things that kind of stole the show. R-Truth, um, Bianca <laughs> stole it, and others that we haven't got to yet. So It's like, what, 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 what baffles the fuck out of me was the whole R-Truth spot in the women's rumble. And then, you know, spoiler alert, he didn't even fucking have a... He didn't even show up in the men's. Like, he wasn't even entered in the men's rumble. Yeah. Well, that's probably probably because of what happens after this match. But we'll get to that. Right. Um, right. So, Bianca comes out. Four was... Shit, I don't even remember. I don't remember. Two hours afterwards, I don't even remember. Remember... I remember number six was six was uh was Billy Kay and she kinda helped steal the show too, honestly. Let's see. Alright, here we go. Order. Alright, so Bailey and Naomi started it off. 
and then Bianca Belair, and then mm-hmm. fourth was Billy Kay. Okay, so Billy Kay, uh, yes, that's right. Billy Kay was fourth. Right. Look, all I'm gonna say is I absolutely love how they used her in this rumble. <laughs> it was yeah, hilarious, yeah. but it was good. Coming out with her, I don't think her headshot resume. What when what what <coughs> what number did Jillian? Jillian was eighth. Okay. So for four spots, four spots, Billy Kay stayed at the announce table and would not enter the rumble until she would find somebody that she could work with. She and got everybody. Shot. Everybody that came out after her, she she would get out out of the chair that she was in, take the headset off, run around the ring to the entrance ramp with her headshot resume, and try and solicit this person to work with her. Yeah. <laughs> in the Shots fucking good. rumble. Uh, because number five was Shotzi. Five was Shotzi. Cannon at her. <laughs> Shot that fucking cannon. Uh, six was six, Shayna. Six was Shayna. And Shayna, like, punched through that resume. And then I think hit her. Yeah, she punched the resume and startled her, and then she shoved her into the barricade. Yeah, and then Shayna entered. Seven yeah. was... Seven was your girl. Yep. Oh yeah, seven was Tony Storm. Who, Tony Storm, wait. that was your girl. Oh uh, yeah, Tony just kind of comes out and looks at her and just walks past her. Yeah, walks just kind of rolls her eyes and walks past her and enters. Um, and I I still don't think we had the first elimination yet. No. Uh, I don't think so. No, because I think it was after Billy and Julian got in the ring. But then Julian comes out eighth. Billy goes up to her. They have this moment. And then they're like, yes, we're going to work together. And then they get in the ring. Um, and I think the first elimination Shotzi. was Shotzi. Yeah. Yeah. Shotzi was the first elimination. Um, and I think it was Bob. Shana. By Shayna. Uh, Hall um, was the second one, but now who was the first one? No, yeah, first Sha- one was Shotzi. Shotzi was the first one. Yeah, Shotzi was first. Right. And Jillian Hall came out. They formed their little alliance, and then after that, number nine was Ruby Riot. Right, which then kind of made a conflict with uh, with Billy Kay. Right. Oh, uh, and then ten. Victoria. Yes, that was the, that was one surprise. Uh, then you had Peyton Royce. Okay, and then you had like Peyton Royce and Victoria had the spot where they did the battle of whose Black Widow was better, right. or Widow's Peak was better. Uh, the next should have been Ruby, right? Or not Ruby, Liv. Right. Number 12 was Santana Garrett. Oh, and yeah. That, that's the one that you thought they screwed up, and you thought it was Santina. You thought it was Santina that came out. <laughs> it I was Santana. Santina, I'm just saying. I, I would uh, laugh my ass off if Santina came out, but Santino didn't come out in the men's. If he just like purposely flew down to Florida 
just to be in the women's rumble as Santina, and they didn't have a spot in the men's. Yeah. Um. <laughs> after Santana, was that is that when? Uh... That's Liv. Okay, so that was Liv, and Liv comes out as, um, as Ruby is in the process of or on the verge of being eliminated. Yeah. And instead of beelining into the ring, she beelines to the side of the ring where starts Ryan, kicking, kicking the people that are trying to eliminate her. Right, and then they enter the ring. Right. Um. Uh, all in all, it was a really good rumble. Like early rumble, it was good. Yeah, like there wasn't an abundance of eliminations because I think at this point there may have been three, maybe four, and we're at what eleven or twelve. Shotzi was one, Jillian Hall was two, then K. K was the third. Yeah, because uh. Billy Kay essentially eliminated, and then the Riot Squad dumped Billy Kay. Right. Um. And then thirteen was Rhea Ripley. Yeah, and Tony was still in the ring then. Yeah. So Ripley come out and started cleaning house. Well, we're going in with Rhea coming out at thirteen. Yeah, Rhea was thirteenth. And no, we've 14, only, 14. Rhea was 14. Okay, he was 14. So we're going into the 14th entrant, and we've only had, actually, at this point, one. Because Julian and Billy Kay were still in the ring when, when Rhea got in the ring. Right. So we're rolling into 14th, coming in the ring, and there's 13 girls in the ring. So the ring, there, there's bodies in the ring. Right. Uh, which is very unusual early rumble. Right, because uh, Shayna was eliminated by Baszler. Yeah. Paul was eliminated by Kay. Kay was eliminated by Morgan. Right. And then Storm didn't get, Storm didn't go out. Tori Storm, Tony Storm didn't go out until Ripley got in the ring. Yeah. So at this, by the time Ripley got in there, we only had three eliminations. Well, no, because Billy Kay and Julian were still in the ring when Came in. Right. Well, we only had one then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's third, uh, there was literally uh, 12 bodies in the ring. Right. Like, it, it was a loaded ring. Um, Ripley came in and kind of cleaned house, but didn't eliminate anyone at that point. Right. Um, and no, there was an elimination. No, no, that happened after. Uh, Bailey's uh, Bailey's elimination was not on camera. They it, and I'm that's why I was kind of like, did ba- Bailey get eliminated? Yeah, no, because it says on the one of the reviews that I'm reading that Hall was the second woman out, and then Kay after Ripley entered the ring. So I, at, before Ripley got in, we had only had one person eliminated. Yeah. And yeah, then when Ripley yeah, got that, in. Hall and K went out. And yeah, that, so did Storm. Uh, Storm went out not long after Billy K. Right. Right after. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was after. like. 
because she was looking down on her, kind right. of doing, getting a few jabs. The ride squad came over. Yeah, flipped dumped her. Over. Right. Well, okay, they got dumped. Yeah. Tony is the one that I'm, I think it, it wasn't like immediately after, it was shortly after. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there was good back and forth. Um, everyone got their shine on their entrance. Um, I think the next big thing, big one that came that kind of caught everyone by surprise was number, f- number 15. Flair. Well, that one wasn't caught by surprise. Yeah, Charlotte came out. Yeah, Charlotte after, was. After that was Dana Brooke at 16. Yeah, and then I think the big surprise, the the next one that caught it that no one was expecting was Tori Wilson. Yeah, Tori Wilson at seventeen. Yeah. Um, and there, I think at that point there'd been a few more eliminations, but not many. Yeah, I mean Victoria was eliminated by Baszler. Garrett was eliminated by Ripley for her second. Ruby Riot was eliminated by Bailey. Yeah. It doesn't say exactly what time or when and everything. It just says who they were. Yeah. Royce eliminated oh. Morgan. Dana Brooke was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. That was Ripley's third. Yeah. Now, Brooke was still in the match when Tori came in, I know. And I think Morgan was. Yeah. So we're going to say everyone before Morgan happened before Wilson got to the ring. Right. Um, so, I mean, still, there's, there's bodies in the ring. Right. Like, the ring doesn't look empty. Right. The ring doesn't look like Brock Lesnar started the rumble. Right. And by the time that we got to number 18 coming out, Charlotte had already basically gotten a second head of steam, knocked everybody on their ass. Charlotte was the only one left standing. And, and then when the countdown hit for number 18, (laughs) Ric Flair's music hit. And Charlotte kind of turned around and just laughing a little bit. And Ric Flair comes out doing his little shimmy and his little strut. And then number 18, Lacey Evans, her music hit. She comes she out wearing a purple robe, almost like. The exact, the, the, the announcer said it was the exact same robe that Charlotte was wearing when she came to the it, ring for the Rumble. It wasn't the exact same robe because Charlotte's robes are different. It was Flair's purple robe. Okay, so she came out wearing Flair's robe then. So that basically just continued the storyline between Lacey and Charlotte. And yeah, Rick. because when they're on the outside, after the boa feathers go flying, <laughs> right. um, when they're on the outside, you can hear when Charlotte's hitting her, take my father's robe off. Right. Um. Before we push out. on. Yeah, get out of my dad's uh, robe. Before we push on, can we talk about the Fox 8K cameras? Man, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> the fact so it looked please. like you're watching 2K 2021. With real people <laughs> Son of a bitch, man. They should have just put a green screen up. They didn't need to set. Exactly. They could have just cut off of the entrance ramp and just had the damn intros from the, the video game. I mean, there. we're crowd noises. Why not just pipe in the entrance? <laughs> just have them already in the fucking ring. You ain't even got to do the real entrance. Um, twenty two was bliss, right? Uh, nineteen was Mickey James. 
Yeah. Which that had that really good. Nineteen had that really good face off of Mickey James and Charlotte, and them going back and forth. Right. And then twenty was Nikki Cross. Twenty was Nikki Cross. Twenty was Nikki Cross came out. So she was what twenty. Leslie. Yeah, she was after twenty-five. Yeah, it, it, it was at this point that we were anticipating Bliss coming out because yeah. of her little thing with her and Nikki Cross and everything. But Bliss, Bliss was way down the list. Yeah, okay. I'll let you know when that one is. And then oh. Girl, after Nikki Cross came out, I had a little bit of a good heat going in. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. she was running a Mako. Across everyone. Yeah, but she didn't get any eliminations. Yeah. So So she basically just beat people up and then that was pretty much it for her. <laughs> she got eliminated by Carmella. Hey, how did we miss Carmella? We haven't got to Carmella yet. That's right. Alright, and then the next one, number twenty one, was Alicia Fox. Yes, and this is where Our Foxy truth. comes back, and then Truth comes running out. Truth's music hits, and he well, comes it was running after, out. Yeah, it was after Fox got in the ring, and then before anything could happen, Our Truth's fucking music hits, and he comes running to the ring and jumps up on the apron, and at that point, Alicia Fox turns around looks like, what are you doing? He's like, wrong rumble, and he's like, wrong rumble? <laughs> no, yeah, she yelled wrong rumble, and he looked, and he goes, my bad. This is Ron Rumble. Y'all have a good day. And he jumps down, and as he's heading back for the ramp, everyone who's chased him is coming down the ramp. Right. Truth runs back in the ring. And then Truth kind of uses Fox, and then Fox starts helping Truth. Somewhere along the right way, the referee slides into the ring. Fox rolls Truth up. Takes the pin for the 24-7 title. Now the title is on hold while the match is going. Right. She's or a while Fox is in the match. match. <laughs> um, Fox is almost immediately eliminated. Yeah. Was and she headed for two minutes and 16 seconds or something like that? Yeah, two minutes something, and something like that, 45 yeah. seconds, I think is what they said. 45? Yeah. It was, it was just shy of three minutes. But Fox gets eliminated. And R Truth rolls her up, gets the pin, gets his title back, and takes off running. All his ass out. And that yeah. was 23? Yeah, 21. 22 is Mandy Rose. Okay. Ma- Mandy Rose did okay. I mean, not a real good showing, but she held her own. Right. And then. 23 was Dakota Kai. I think Dakota Kai did an outstanding job for what time she was in the ring. Yeah, she really shined. I don't see that she got any eliminations, but... She didn't. But she 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 looked good in that, in that Rumble match. Right. And then the diva herself, Carmella, comes out at 24. She comes out with her sommelier, Reginald. 
coming out. He opens a bottle of water for her, and she starts drinking it. And then he holds a mirror so she can check her hair to make sure everything is okay. She goes to get in the ring. Or she gets in the ring, gets knocked out of the ring. Reginald catches her, puts her back up on the ring. She eliminates her, trying to pull her out, put her out. Then she goes, <laughs> there's the spot where she goes, someone tries to eliminate her again. Reginald and Reginald catches her. And then catches at, that, her. at that point, number 25 came out while Reginald's holding her. Tamina comes out. And Reginald's sitting there holding her, and they're getting ready to do something. And then Reginald turns around and sees Tamina. Tamina goes to line up a kick. And as she as Tamina's going for the kick, Reginald just dumps Carmella on the ground and takes the kick to the face. No, Carmella's not. It's funny. He doesn't dump her. Carmella pretty much jumps out of his arms. <laughs> Reginald, he's super kick, And then she's yelling at Re- Reginald not getting her in the ring. So technically she eliminated herself at that point. She gets pissed off at him, but she eliminated herself. <laughs> um, Tamina gets in the ring. Tamina is a wrecking. Yeah. Um... Now, there have been, at this point, there's been quite a few eliminations. Yeah. Because uh, there were there was not near as many, but it wasn't like there was only like three or four people. In the there was about six to seven people in the room. Right. right. Um, Tamina was 24, five, five. five. Okay. 26 was Lana. Yes. Again, you know, again, I kind of wish that there had been a crowd because I feel like Lana would have got a pretty decent pop. Yeah. Because Shayna was still in the ring at this point. Yeah. Um, But I feel like Lana would have got a decent pop on her entrance. Yeah, so up to Lana coming out... Blackheart was eliminated, Hall was eliminated, Kay was eliminated, Storm, Victoria, Garrett, Ruby Riot, Morgan, Brooke, Peyton Royce, Wilson, Tori Wilson was eliminated, Bailey had been eliminated at this point, Alicia Fox was yeah, eliminated. So, okay, let, let's talk about the Bailey elimination. Bailey she was eliminated by Belair. Belair. Um, the issue with this is they cut the cameras cut away and the elimination was completely missed. Right. Um, yeah, they but that kind of goes back to the pre-show where Belair had said only thing she really wanted to accomplish was eliminating Bailey. Like that was her goal for the rumble was to make sure she eliminated Bailey. Right. Um, and then to see that happen, but then they goofed up and didn't get the camera. Right. Or get the the moment it happened. Right. They botched that. Yeah, that messed every like that messed that storyline a little bit. Yeah. In my opinion, because that was a big thing that was brought up during the pre show when they interviewed Bianca. Right. So let's see. Alicia Fox was out by Mandy Rose. Mickey James was by Lacey Evans. Uh, Rip, uh, Rhea Ripley got her fourth elimination in Dakota Kai. 
And then yep. she got her fifth elimination in Mandy Rose. Yes. Carmella eliminated Nikki Cross. Ripley got right. her sixth elimination with Carmella. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, number 27 comes out and Alexa Bliss comes out in the happy-go-lucky bliss with the pigtails and the overall she is, skirt. And she is Playhouse Bliss. Playhouse Bliss comes out having fun, you know, Go! I can't remember who she went after, but she knocked somebody down, and then I think it was Ripley. Or she went after Ripley first, yeah. And then Ripley ended up knocking her on her back, and then every woman in the ring decided to jump on her, and they just started beating the hell out of her. And then the power. And then the power kind of flickered a little bit. Part of the monitors went out, and then you could see Bliss in the middle of the ring starting to transform into the demonic Bliss, and. It was about that she went over to the ring and you could see her just that sadistic look on her face and then Ripley comes in and dumps her out of the ring for her just seventh elimination. Her. <laughs> Before she Which, can actually transform. A side note on that, as soon as she got eliminated, everything. You cut out. Oh, I said uh, once she got eliminated, everything went back to normal. Yeah. yeah everything went back to normal. I, I feel like they missed the perfect, the golden opportunity for the storyline. For for Bliss's storyline, I, I feel like they should have let her transform. At that point, unless they're doing something where she's stuck mid transformation. Ah, uh, maybe. Like I, I can, I can see it both ways. Um, I honestly think this is going to be the start of. Bliss's wall of friendship, maybe, or playground pals, whatever she decides to call them. Yeah. Um, and I think Ripley's going to be the first one. I think Ripley's going to be a big feud for her. And then uh, not too long after Bliss, Lacey Evans is eliminated by Baszler for her fourth right elimination of the night. Now, Bliss, did that mark Rhea's seventh elimination at that point? Yeah, that was Ripley's seventh elimination. And finally. And the record? The, okay, so the that record was... record was eight. Yeah, the, the record... The, the record for... It's um, compelled, but it's eight. It was Bianca Belair. Yeah, Belair and, Baz- and Baszler. And Baszler, it was eight the year prior. Yeah. When they made their first Rumble debut. Yeah, their first Rumble, and they had... Right. Like, that they stole the show. Right. So next oh. up, number 28 was Ember Moon came out. Mm-hmm. And then... 29 was Nia. Yeah, we didn't have any more eliminations until Nia came out. Nia Jax came out at 29. And immediately, as soon as Nia got out, she went straight for Lana. And just started pounding the hell out of Lana. Yeah. And then... Ember Moon kind of intervened, and Moon got eliminated by Jax. So Jax got yep. her first. And then Naomi after that for Jax's second, and then Tamina for Jax's third. But the, the funny thing about the whole Tamina thing is Nia and... Is it Baszler? Yeah. At that point, they were they were teaming up and trying to clean house, and then, you know, Tamina got up. And Baszler got in Tamina's face and Naya's sitting off to the side. 
And then Baser looks at Naya and just kind of holds her hands up, and Naya's like, "She's family. She's family." And then as soon as like Baszler and Tamina lock into it, and that's when you see Jax just kind of sucker punch Tamina from behind. And that resulted a little bit down the line, Tamina being eliminated by Jax for her third. And then after they did that, Baszler and Jax are kind of embracing in the victory. And then then Jax turned around and eliminated, threw Baszler over the top of the rope and eliminated her for her fourth. Yeah, she's then, sitting there like Baser's like, "What the hell?" And Naya's like, "I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had the opportunity, I had to." I mean, yeah, technically, when it comes to the Rumble, even though you're tag team, even though you're a tag team, right? It's still only one of you's winning. Only one's getting that spot to go to Mania, right? And then uh, sweet, sweet retribution. While Jax is sitting there having her little discussion with Baszler outside the ring, little old Lana comes up and throws Nia Jax over the top rope and eliminates her. Yes. She is Retribution. Well, she, well, I mean, she, she tried. She picked yeah, her up and, you know, Nia kind of helped her get out of the ring. Right of her. She pulled the top rope in. Yeah, no, yeah. Lana pulled the top <laughs> Lana, Lana ticked her off and she charged at her and Lana right, dropped right, 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 with the right. top rope. I think that has to be my favorite elimination for the women's rumble. Um, Still at retribution. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, great. Yeah. Look on her um, face like that. And then that results in Shayna and Nia going in wreaking havoc on everyone and leaving. Right. Yeah, because at that point in the... the because after Jax was eliminated, Natalia came out at number 30, which everybody knew she was coming because they announced that Friday. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown, uh, Natalia come out, and as she's coming out, she gets jumped by Nia and Baszler. Yeah. Outside and, the ring, and then the two of them get in the ring and start beating the holy hell out of everybody. Havoc on everyone and still in. Right. And then as they're leaving, Shayna throws. <laughs> throw, uh, rolls Natty into the ring. Which right. officially enters Natty into the... No, it was Naya. Naya picked her up by the hair and then threw her... He's like, well, you might as well get started and throws her in the ring. Oh, Shayna that did that. No, it was Naya. Naya. All right, have fun. And at, at this point, we had... Six? Natalia, Lana, um, Bianca Belair, Flair, and Ripley. We had five left in the ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. Shortly after you know, Tanya gets in, she started beating the hell out of everybody. And her and Lana kind of squared off, and it ended up with Natalia throwing Lana out of the ring, eliminating Lana. So then that dropped us down to four, with being Flair, Belair, Natalia, and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. In the final four. Yeah, and that's your final four. Um, Natty takes the elimination. Which leaves the final three. Yeah, uh, Bel Air got that elimination, which leaves us down to the final three being Ripley, Bel Air, and Flair. Yep. Um, And where most people probably wouldn't imagine, Flair's the next one gone. Yep. Um, For by Bianca Bel Air for her third elimination. Yeah. Now keep in mind, we are now in the top two. With Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Yeah. And Belair's been in since number three. 
Yeah. So this is one of those moments. Where, uh, and the, there was even a moment where they both ended up over the top rope and they were fighting back and forth. And then they like Rhea was like kind of like the voice of reason of let's not do anything stupid. Let's <laughs> just, just kind of roll get, back in the ring. Let's get back in the ring. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, stop, stop. Let's not do anything stupid here. Let's get back in the ring. <laughs> Um, and it's funny because they were both dangling over the hanging onto the top rope, trying not to touch the 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 the, the floor, yeah. and Charlotte was sitting outside the ring still, so Charlotte could have come over there at any moment and pulled one of them down and ended the match. Right. Um, we also kind of glazed over the Kofi spot for this year's Rumble. Oh yeah, with um. Bianca and Naomi. Yeah. Well, Naomi getting eliminated, thrown over the top, but her feet never touch the floor, even though she's flat back on the mat. Right. And then she's using Bianca's ponytail to pull herself <laughs> back to the apron, and then they end up hooking their their legs. Like right. Belair's hanging on by the bottom rope with her legs. So Naomi then hooks the bottom rope the same way that she does. They get into this little bit of a back and forth where the you grab my ponytail and she's like, "Well, you mess with my hair." And then we're like, "You know what? Let's just get back in the ring." Right. <laughs> um and then they literally spring themselves up to the bottom rope. Right. And the only thing that was holding the ropes up until that point was literally their their calves. Right. From where their calves were hooked to where the, it was holding them against the bottom rope, dangling. Um. So that was the Kofi spot this year, since Kofi wasn't medically clear for the Rumble. Right. Um. But your final two is Rhea Belair, and it's literally, it's literally the two of them going for any, like every opportunity to get the other one eliminated. Right. Um, there's like a series of clotheslines that's ducked with each one against the rope. Right. Um, then Belair ducks Rhea's, I think, third attempt. And Belair just comes in like raging bull. And just she puts her over with that clothesline. Yep. For her uh, fourth elimination and for the win. Yes. Uh, her win. There's the moment. Ring. Where you know she, the shock, the I can't believe it. Well, we thank mom. She thanks mom and dad. Um, and then it's I'm I'm going. Uh, she, it took her a little while. She finally points at the sign and says, "I'm going to WrestleMania." Right. Um, and then after the celebration and it shows, or after the interview, it shows her in the ring and she's finally, she's on that corner, that hard cam corner pointing at the sign. Yep. Um, twirling her hair. Yeah. So it, it, it was a, it was a good, it was a very, very good women's role, like it was last year. And it wasn't who everyone was expecting to win it. Right. 
Uh, it was really good. It came um, in at just under 57 minutes. Yeah, 56 it did minutes last and 49 seconds. Hour, but it was again, there again. It was it, it was uh, good. Right. Um, but then we go into our truth. Uh, they kind of do a little segment like yeah. it was the pre-show. Our truth comes out of nowhere, and Paul Rosenberg. Well, first, our truth goes up to to Rosenberg. And he's like, he's like, let me get this seat, dog. Yeah. And Rosenberg looks like what? He's like, let me get this seat. So Rosenberg gets up, and our truth sits down. And then you Rosenberg, can, you can tell he's you can got see, he's coping you can something. See Rosenberg motioning for someone. Yeah. <laughs> and then our truth gets up, and they're talking, and he turns his back, and Rosenberg whoa, gives whoa, him a blow. One, two, well, three. Well, first Rosenberg's like, actually, you know what, Truth? He's like, I got a surprise for you. And yeah. Our, and Truth's like, what? Like what? And Rosenberg's like, John Cena's here. And our Truth jumps up like, what? John Cena's here. And he points off. He goes, yeah, he, he's over there. And our Truth turns around, he's like, yo, Cena. And at that point, Rosenberg nails the low blow, low rolls low, him low, up low, for low. the three. <laughs> Guess the title celebrates like a champ. Look, yeah, celebrates. Runs off. Runs off and JBL is sitting there in utter shock. Like, what did we just see happen? Hey, JBL, the best line ever. Like, this is the worst thing to ever happen in wrestling history. <laughs> no, no. He goes, well, I guess David Arquette's off the hook now. But he also said, this is the worst thing to yeah. ever happen in wrestling history. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah. Crazy. The things that they come up with, man. Um, I thought it was good. I, I laughed. Um, and this kind of leads into the video pack for the Last Man Standing match. All right, so that leads us into the Last Man Standing match now between the Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Long-standing feud that's been going on for a couple months now. I don't know. I mean, it's this is a good feud. It has potential to keep going. It'll it'll go to Mania. I like. I'm calm. It's it's. I mean, it's got to. There's there's really nobody else besides. I mean, what was it was Daniel Bryan that said that he was going to win the Rumble and then he was going to go after Reigns for the yeah. Universal Championship. So, but um, it has potential. Here here's my thing. This match was really good. The match Roman and Kevin put on, the show they put on, amazing. Yes. As we start talking about this, I'm going to nitpick the shit out of some things because they <laughs> really bother me. Right. So, anyone listening, just a heads up. This is probably the most nitpicky you will see me get about a match. Sorry. I, I totally understand. I mean, it, it had its spots. It had its highlights. Like, and here, here's my thing. Um, oh, speaking of which, before we even get into that, Women's Rumble, I gave a five out of five. Yeah, five out of five. Now, clean finish, here. clean finish. Yeah. Too. They had the potential for it to not be a clean finish, but they decided to keep it, it clean. It was, and I, I liked it. Yes, Charlotte Flair could have easily pulled Bel Air off the rope and eliminated or, her. 
or and Alexa Group came out and cost Ripley the match. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it wasn't. It was clean. Yeah, it they, was. They they chose to keep it clean, which is good. Um. Now back to where we were. Um, video package airs. Uh, Owens comes out. Reigns comes out. They do the thing. Bell starts and match starts. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right so far. Okay. Uh, my take on this: this was a very, very hard hitting, intense match. Just, I mean, let's be honest. It's a last man standing match. Right. Um, it was very hard. It was very hitting, and it was everywhere. Uh, there's forklifts involved. There's setting involved, like entrance setup involved. There's handcuffs involved, chairs, tables, people flying, people being thrown. It, it's just, it, it's intense, and it's in your face. Um, I thought it was good. I think that's how a last man standing match should be. Because otherwise, what's the point? Especially when you get to the back and a forklift gets involved. Yeah, but well, I mean... Be- I- before that, fucking Roman Reigns running over Owens with a golf yes, cart. Oh, yeah, there's a golf cart. There's the AEW spot. <laughs> um, but no, here's what I'm saying. If you're having a last man standing match and it's not in, intense, it's not in your face, and it's not just hard hitting or violent, yeah. what's the point in having a last man standing match? Exactly. Because the purpose of the match is to beat your opponent to the point where they cannot make it to their feet by a team count. Right. I mean, can you do it with your hands? Lord, yes. We know that possible but that's not the point nobody's got time for that <laughs> i mean we could see that on a, on a normal match right i want to see chairs i want to see bodies getting attempted to be broken uh i want to i want to see somebody using a forklift to lift a pallet 10 feet in the air and jumping off of it yeah <laughs> or I want to get. I want to see someone getting ran down by a golf cart. Right. See somebody go through the front plexiglass windshield of a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, and then laying there like they're like the they're dead. Right. Like, Even though that it, golf cart's top top miles an hour is like what two, three, four? Oh shit! If that no, <laughs> no <one>? they, <laughs> they can get upwards to about ten to fifteen miles an hour. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Especially it was enough those. to dislodge the windshield and it was like, laying on top of it. Was a, you know, it was enough that he went through that windshield uh, and, and the and windshield the, still the landed. Is, I mean, if you watch the way Owen, like when he hit, when he was coming at Owens, Owens turned his back on him. Yeah. And there was a jump by Owens to jump over the cart. So, you know, I mean, Reigns couldn't have been going faster than five miles an hour for that spot. Owens uh, is the one that sold it. I got I I disagree. He was doing more. But I don't disagree on Owen sold that spot. Yeah. Like, he wasn't going fast enough to where he was was really going to. Yeah. But the way Owen sold it made you think he was doing, like, 30. Yes. In a golf cart. Um, He was probably doing 8 to 10 miles an hour, honestly. 
but Owens made it look like he was going 65 down the interstate and <laughs> right as he passed <laughs> sidewalk. Owens made it look like he jumped out in front of a stock car doing 120 miles an hour. Um, now here, here's my thing. This was an AEW spot. This was taken from AEW. Yeah. This was Kenny Omega, Matt Hardy running down Sammy Guevara. Right. Who done better? Honestly, a oh, Sammy. I don't know. I really think that they're even because Kevin Owens looks like looked like he was dead. <laughs> right. Like he was laying there, one arm. He looked like he was dead. Yeah. It would have been better with a zoomed out. It it would have. However, because that's the only he, reason he, Sammy's is better because you got to see the full. Right, yeah. you got you got to see them on the golf cart headed towards him. And this one, all you saw Sam, was Sammy's, a close up of of the, Owens. The reason, Marines coming yeah, out the reason Sammy's look good is you seen the entire process from where they hit Jericho, and then they see Sammy and they're gunning it. Right, that's what made theirs look good. Right, Sammy's right. selling, he oversold it. Like he took. Now, I will say this. He took the shot to the face. Right. Like, he didn't take it back. He took front on, flop, roll three, four times. Arm was stiff. He went to get up and fell over. Like, he oversold it, but it was accurately sold for the for where the impact was. Right. He sold it for the spot that was taken. AW spot, all of it was better because you saw the entire progress. It wasn't an Austin Rikishi who hit Austin spot again. Right. Just with a golf cart, not a car. Right. With with Owens, I mean, all you see is like a close-up of Owens, and then and out of nowhere, here comes Roman Reigns in a golf cart hitting him, and Owens going through the golf cart. But yeah. then again, I mean, in the replay that they had, you did see yeah, a zoomed-out shot, and you saw Reigns getting in the golf cart and driving towards it. Now, if they had led with that... It would have been a better bump. It would have been a better spot. The replay spot was better. Right. The the initial live shot, the live camera selection was not. They right. should have followed. They they followed uh, Kevin while he was making his way through the back. Where oddly enough, in the backstage area, there's a completely set up ring with right with mats around it. Right. My you my know. first question to y'all was like, are we are we gonna end this fucking thing in the a separate state. ring? <laughs> um, the honest, I thought that's where it was going. I'm not even gonna lie; I really thought it was. Yeah, I thought they were gonna get in that ring and finish it out. Um, but once Owens got to a certain area, the camera shot should have switched to Roman finding the golf cart and then running him down. Right, exactly. Shot. Because they knew it was coming. Yeah. That's why I I will say I think AEW overall did the spot better. Because they initially got the full sequence one go. Right. Have to get the replay to see Roman finding the golf cart and hauling ass at him. Right. Like you saw you saw Kenny and Matt in a golf cart and then the, the headlights turned on 
Right. And Kenny just kind of swings himself out the side and points forward, and off they go. Right. To hitting anyone and everyone in the line. Right. I mean, had WWE not shown the replay, then for all we know, it could have just been Roman Reigns putting the card in neutral and two guys behind him pushing the fucking card. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yes, I will say AEW did overall did better production value on it than WWE. Right. Um, right. Selling-wise, I think they were equal based on where the impact was. Right. right. Um, but, again, overall... Sammy, Sammy getting ran ran over by a golf cart with Kenny Omega hanging out the side of it. Right. With Matt Hardy driving, it was hilarious. Right. Absolute right. hilarious. Uh, and then it reappeared in the stadium stampede. But this time, Sammy successfully outruns the golf cart, like <laughs> on a football field. Right. So, uh, well, okay, let me rephrase that. He outran the golf cart on a football field and successfully made the Lambeau leap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Full story wise, AEW did better. Right. And then an announcer's table was demolished, but it wasn't the one outside. And it wasn't the normal announcer's table. <laughs> That's my other question. Did you notice how many announcer's tables were there for yeah, some there reason? Was a, there was a fuck ton of them. <laughs> there was a fuck ton of them. Like we got a whole we got a whole ass ring. We got mats around the ring, like see out out next to ringside. It, it's and almost we got like, like four or five announcers tables Well, I mean I, I think that's part of their Just development part of their development center. So I think no, what they, no, they they were at Tropicana Field. Then what the fuck was all that back there for? That's what I'm saying. Like is this like a normal thing that's backstage? Why the hell, now? Why the hell was all that shit back there then? <laughs> um but no. Damn, that one was loud. The fuck y'all doing? Uh, it's the cans that are popping oh, from the air change. Um, but no, like the match was good. Now here's my here's my gripe with this match. The fucking refs are retarded and don't know the rules. <laughs> They're supposed to stop when they get to, to their knees. They're supposed to stop when one foot, one knee. Right. Okay. Well, they he's can up. establish a vertical base. Yeah, he's up. He's not. It is when you're flat on your back or belly. If you're on your hands and knees, guess what? You're up. Right. This first, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to spoil a little bit. This first ref was just fucking counting. <laughs> until both feet were on the ground. No, you retard. That's not how this match works. Right. That's not how this match has ever worked. Technically, the very first, uh, the, the first, first, last man standing that I remember was Macho Man and Crush at WrestleMania 9. Mm? 9. No. 9, 10. One of the two. It was Crush, Macho Man, last man standing. You had to make the pinfall and get back to the ring. And then the count started, and they had to successfully make it back to the ring. Right? That was that was the original last man standing. Yeah. With false count anywhere rules, which was crazy. Did make sense, because it's not technically last man standing. Right. But 
the way that it was won, Macho Man tied Crush up and then hoisted him up like he caught a, you know, a fucking fish. swordfish yeah, yeah, right. in Florida. Tied that son of a bitch up. And now Crush is just kind of dangling around trying to figure out how the hell he's doesn't. Now this ref just didn't know what the fuck he was doing, I feel like. I mean, absolute honesty. Right. And to me, took away from the match. Well, and you could also tell, not to mention, but the, the next bump that comes up, they're still in the, the second ring area in the back. Owens regains his composure. You know, there's some back and forth. Owens ends up grabbing a stepladder and nailing Reigns with it a couple of times and knocking him on his ass. And then he hoists him up. Well, actually, the ref starts counting again. Gets yeah. to a nine count, and Roman jumps up. And then Owens hits him with the ladder again, and this time he falls onto an announce table. And the ref starts counting. I think he gets to, like, five or something. Yeah. And then he just stops. And then it, it pans over to Owens, who's first reaches In for a ladder, five. and then he stops, and he sees the forklift. And at this time, Reigns is still laid out on his back. So the ref could have got to, like, 30 at this time and, and Owens would have won the match three times over. Instead, right. Owens gets in the driver's seat of the fork of this forklift, turns it on, starts messing with the, the levers, trying to find the right one. And then takes the, the, the forks up about 10, 15 feet off the ground. And about 10. what's popping in my head is like, you could easily end this match by just driving the forklift around and pinning his ass to the table with the forks and the pallet that's sitting on it and pull the Mick Foley last man standing match and won the match that way. But instead he, he takes it all the way up, kills the engine. I don't even remember if he took the parking brake off when he did it to to begin with, but most forklifts, you you can't mess with the forks unless the parking brake is off. No, the brake has to be engaged. Gets on, climbs up onto the roof of the forklift, gets on, climbs up on top of the pallet, and then yells something swanton. at yells something at Reigns, and then does a swanton off the top. Lands Beautiful on Roman, right? Lands on Roman, crushes the table, and while he's sitting there recovering, at one point Reigns' leg is kind of draped over Owens's head. He just shoves it off. He's like, "Get that get, shit off of me! Get, get your fucking <laughs> leg off of me!" <laughs> Like a beautiful spot, but I mean, like, like yeah. I said, this ref he fucked up because during this whole thing he could have been counting. Well, no, no. Technically, technically, the ref fucked up when he started counting. He shouldn't have been counting because Roman wasn't on it. Right. The 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 count is not supposed to start until they're flat uh, on the ground or on the mat. feet's on the ground. They're still yeah. technically standing. Right. Um, so the ref should have never even started counting there. Now, he did start counting. What he should have done to break that count, logically, is when Owens finds the, the, the forklift and enters the forklift and raises it yeah. and starts climbing the ref at that point should have broke his count, which should have been around eight or nine at that. 
went to Owens and tried to talk him out of doing the stupid, the stupidity here. Right. Logically makes sense. When there's a ladder involved, the refs are always, don't do this, don't do this. This ref just standing here like, oh, this, someone get me some popcorn. <laughs> it's like it's it's like a new referee that they just trained. He's gonna do this match. He's like, I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> and I ain't even gonna talk about the second one yet. Oh Jesus! Let, 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 let's let's get into that. Let's get into that. So the fighting continues. They end up back in the main stage area, and results more back and forth, and ends up with Reigns putting Owens through the damn screens up on the stage for the lights, mm-hmm. the lighting and whatnot. And then now, okay. He, he spears him through the screens. Ref starts to count that so far. Ref is right. We're, we're going to give this one one point for the ref. The ref is right. He's counting. Owens is slowly rolling towards the edge of the right end of the the ramp area. Yeah, the stage area. What does Owens do? He rolls his feet to where they're on the ground. The ref stops the count. Roman asks why he's not counting. Ref says his feet are on the floor. Yep. Guess what? That was how it should have been. Right. Okay, cool. Ref did his job. I give him that one. <laughs> the one time on the night, Ref did his job. <laughs> one time, he's getting the one. That's it. And then end I, up. I'm I'm just gonna say I don't feel bad for what happened to this because he didn't know how to do his job, and it should have happened the second one too. Right. And ended up. I think Owens ended up hitting a pop up power bomb on the the stage or the ramp. Late rains out, and then as the ref counting. Stunner, that's right. Hits the stunner. And then as the ref's counting Reigns, Owens disappears. Owens disappears. Reigns managed to get back to his feet. No, actually, Reigns doesn't. The ref is doing a slow count because when you see Owens again, he's coming out with some fucking handcuffs. No, Reigns. Reigns introduces the handcuffs. Was it Reigns? I thought it was Owens. Yep. Owens was down and getting counted. There was a slow count. Reigns disappeared around the back. He comes back out and he has the black cuffs in his hands. Right. With that weak ass looking chain. As Owens apparently wasn't because he couldn't break it. Right. <laughs> or he was selling it like it was. I mean, to me, it looked like them Dollar General toy handcuffs you go get for your kids. <laughs> no. no like, the chain on that was super long. Like, those were actual cuffs. The issue was, the only difference was they were, they were powder coated or spray painted black. Yeah. Either or. Um now if they were spray spray painted, that could have also caused the issue that with the been. uh that they run into. But Reigns comes back with handcuffs. There's exchanges. Well, okay, I say there was exchanges. There was for a few minutes. And then it just rained raining down fucking right hands into Owen's forehead. Right. Um but then he gets he sets up to go for the Superman punch with the cuffs around his hand. And Owens counters with the stunner. 
Owens then grabs the cuffs while Reigns is down and weaves Reigns' arm. Steel pipe, piping structure strut that's yeah. holding the entrance set. Weaves his arm through there, handcuffed, and then handcuffed him somewhere on the inside of this thing. Yeah. Ref is counting. Ref gets the nine. Roman can't get to his feet. He's sitting up. But he's, he's not. He, he hasn't established a vertical base. Right. Reigns grabs ref by belt. Introduces ref's face to lighting structure. Yeah, that <laughs> Not he deserved not. that. <laughs> he deserved it. That's a good hey, way man. to stop the count. <laughs> yes. Hey, logical. He'll move. I like it. Right. And the, the hey, funny man. thing is, I think it was one of the announcers that said, you know, if the ref had got the 10, they would just ring the bell. No, I, I said was that. that. You. That was you. Right, right, yeah. right. I said, had the ref just yelled out 10 right before impact, they would have rung the bell. He didn't make it to his feet at the 10 count. Right. And he had plenty of time. Um, Heyman then comes over and he's got the key. He's got the key to the cuffs. Right. And new ref is introduced. Roman is being counted. One. Heyman's down here. Now what I don't. Now what I don't get. When the new ref came out. Are they required to start with a new 10 count? Or could he have just come yeah. out and said 10? No, technically, yeah, he would have to start a new 10 count. He would. I'd laugh my ass off if the new ref come out and look down like, 10, ring the bell. <laughs> so, and there, there's probably a good 15 to 20 seconds before the new ref even comes out. So, I mean... Clearly, Owens has won this at this point three, possibly four times. Right. Ref starts count. Heyman's over here trying to use the key to un- find a way to unlock the cuffs. It doesn't look like the key is working. But also, at the same time, the way that Owens fastened the handcuffs, the keyhole was on the backside. Right. So, it was really hard for him to get it. Th- so they either were spray painted and it messed with the key mechanism or it was the positioning or maybe it was a little bit of both. Probably both. Um, Ref is counting. Ref gets to six and just stops his count completely. Completely. It's like six and then... And then the announcers tried to cover it by saying, well, Reigns is on a... Therefore, it would break the count. No, motherfucker. It hasn't broke the count the whole goddamn match. Why start now? Right, exactly. Why Why change the rules change up? The rules you done up. fucked it up from the beginning. You done fucked up. Count up to ten, drop the title on SmackDown. Fix your fuck I, up. I think it was like, he got to six, and then it was a good 45 seconds to a minute before you hear seven. And then when you hear seven, Roman's managed to maneuver himself to where he's like, where he's on his feet squatting down, and then the count can stop. Here's the thing. I never even heard him say seven. I heard six. And then there was like nothing. And then Reigns finally gets both of his feet on the ground. And he looks like he's taking a shit on the concrete. <laughs> well, okay. His feet's on the ground. Fuck it. It's a count. There's no point in counting now. Even though 
Right. Three times. And where's Owens during all this? He's just off to the side. <laughs> like, like they pan the camera over over to, and he's where the the stands are for the TVs. Yeah. And he's got a forearm up on the stand like this with his hand over his face. <laughs> and I'm almost certain he was laughing because <laughs> Heyman couldn't get the handcuffs unlocked. <laughs> because they only showed him for a brief second and then they shot back to Heyman trying to unlock the handcuffs. So I'm yeah. pretty sure he was off to the side laughing at Heyman because he can't get the un- a handcuff. Laughing his ass off. And you know Vince oh. is probably in the back cussing. Oh, Vince is probably back there like, what, what, what is Paul doing out there? Right. He just needs to unlock the cuffs. Like, what the hell is going on? Can someone tell me what's going on? And he's like, what the fuck is the ref doing? Why'd you get to six and then just stop? <laughs> like, all in all. So, uh, well, let's go ahead and finish. They finally get the handcuffs unlocked. Finally, yeah. Um, Reigns runs out and or, or runs Owens and locks in the guillotine choke, puts him sleep. Owens doesn't respond to the ten count. Match is over. Roman Reigns retains, even though he lost that match at least five different times. Yeah. Um, it was uh, again. It was a good match. It was a really good match. I'm giving this match a goddamn three star because of the refs. I gave it half marks, two and a half of five. Like the I refs watched this watched. one. I really, I like originally, and then I realized there was two refs that fucked up, so that's two stars gone. Right. Yeah, the, got, I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing against. Nothing against Reigns and Owens. They went out there. They sold the match the way they were supposed to do it. But the match was good. The physicality was good. The story was there, and it was consistent. But the refs had no fucking clue what they were doing in this match. No, they did not. And it was a big takeaway from the match. The refs fumbled it. But yes, as far as like now, if I was going just based off of superstars and and like that it was a five star match yeah um but the bad part is the refs are also part of the match whether yep. you like yep. it or not and they did not know what the hell they were doing no they didn't like the one the one referee that stopped at six could have simply said like Reigns could have looked up and been like why are you still counting you know and that would have been in Reign's character. How many times has he bossed the referees around? Right, exactly. Tribal like chief, he, you know, you have that. Yeah. He could have been. That's your storyline. Go with it. He could have been yelling at him to stop this count. He's the tribal chief, head of the table. Do you want to keep your job? Right. And at that point, the ref could have said, "You're not on your feet." Right. Seven. Okay, you're on your feet. No more count. Exactly. <laughs> I would have bought it. I would have bought that 100%. Right, because while you're arguing, you're yelling at the ref, his mind is distracted. He's off of the counting, giving you more time to do what you need to do. Exactly. 
it would have made more sense. Right. Then it would have overall been a four star match. But this motherfucker apparently doesn't know it. Right. Exactly. Hey, uh, before we move into the Rumble match, why don't you give your shameless plug? Oh, shameless plug. Yeah. So if you're watching or listening to this podcast now, because we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, um, you ever been running low on energy? Looking for that, you know, quick energy supplement, energy drinks, whatnot. Spend two to three, three and a half dollars for a can of energy drink. Check out Rogue Energy. Very good, very clean, very healthy. Um, you don't have the hard crash. And it, it's a consistent vitamin energy. Uh, you can also use Puppet Master in the code at checkout and get 10% off your order. Just saying, it works. Ask six. Shameless plugs over. I feel like six is in the bathroom again. Oh, that's a good possibility. But yes, that was that was my rant. That was my soapbox on the uh, last man standing. Had the refs not really messed it up, we would have been good. Right. All right. On to the final event on the card: the men's Royal Rumble match. So, leading up to this, on Monday Night Raw, there was a promo cut by Edge. It was it was a twenty star match. I'm just I'm just yeah. going to go ahead. <laughs> Promo cut by Edge leading up to the event, basically stating that almost the same lines as what what um Goldberg said. You know, he's like, I got one more run left in me, and blah blah blah. And basically, stating that he's entering the Royal Rumble and said that he's going to win the Royal Rumble and you know get at least one more title reign in. So. What was when, when did they make the announcement of who was going to be one and two? Yeah, yesterday. Saturday or Sunday? Late, late yesterday, early or late Saturday, early Sunday. Right. Um, so they announced for the women's. They announced Friday who was number thirty. Yesterday they announced the number one and number two spot for the men's. And here's the funny thing: they ended up changing. It. Uh, they announced Orton number one, Edge number two. Right. We get to this match, they and coming to the ring, entering uh, entering at number one. Edge's music hits, and he goes out. Right. Um, that's a big fucking Orton. <laughs> again, I really think this was Edge saying, "I'm not going in number two. Right. If I'm going in in the first two, I want number one. Right. I want right. the. I want from beginning to end. Right. I want." Right. I want to. I want to make my mark. Um, now, does he need to make his mark? No, he could have came out of it and at thirty, and everyone would have been like, "Yes." Right. Uh, um, it, he came out number one. He came out Shawn Michaels off the spot. Right. Um, or Shawn Michaels. I know Shawn Michaels from one, and I think Rey Mysterio was number two. Yeah, so Mysterio he came out. Two. Yeah. He came out in like those two, you know, Shawn Michaels or Mysterio territory. Right. Um, because I, I now that I think I don't think Austin 
and the two that he won. I don't remember. Um, I, I've got, I've got a feeling someone's checking the fact. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at what happened and everything. No, I'm talking about mm. over the shoulder here. <laughs> so basically, these two men, like, I don't even think the match started no. just yet because they attacked because. Edge yeah, attacked Orton outside the ring. 95 and 04. Never mind. There was two winners from the number one spot. Okay. They just... That tells you who the other one is. Yeah. Um. So Edge but, comes out, and then yes, Orton's music hits, and he comes out, and Orton Edge basically out. jumps him outside the ring. They're, they're just... They're on each other. Um, and this, I think with these two, like I said, normally I would not, the, the, the surprise being spoiled. Yeah. But in this case, I was kind of okay with it because I knew who was starting and I knew how this was going to go. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I couldn't wait for this rumble. I couldn't wait for the entrances to be, um, and it, it delivered. They were just, they were on each other. They were on each other like flies to shit. It was right. great. <laughs> they were in the ring. They were out of the ring. They were back. they were back out of the ring. They, they just didn't give two shits about the rules. Right. And then after oh. they brawled for a minute and a half, a number three comes out. Yeah, number three was Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, the annoying um, Which... That kind of goes back to a backstage segment earlier in the show where Sammy and Big E are going back and forth. Or, or I'm sorry, Big E and Woods are talking. They're talking about how Retribution had kind of kicked Xavier's ass a few times. Right. <laughs> um, Zane shows up, and then he's all on his conspiracy theory. Which I got no problem with. I I think that is an interesting storyline. It adds up. It makes sense. Let's see where this goes. Um, and then he goes, "I'm pretty sure y'all probably got a nice what twenty eight, twenty nine, and uh, about that time, Roxas back here goes. I bet Sammy comes out number three. <laughs> Number three entry in the Rumble, if in case you missed it, was in fact Sami Zayn. Now, going back to that uh, backstage segment, interesting fact, and I thought about waiting until they came out, but we're talking about them now anyways. Um, all three members of the New Day were there. Kofi wasn't able to compete. He wasn't medically clear, but he was in ring gear. Right. Uh, Woods was in his ring gear. He was in his ring gear. Uh, they actually had tribute gear on tonight. Um, and it was tribute gear to Brody Lee. Yep. And on the gear, it was not Luke Harper character. Right. It was legitimate Brody Lee. It was pictures from AEW, him as the dark, as the exalted one, the dark order leader. It was Brody Lee. Um, found out after watching the show 
that um Big E had posted on Twitter that they were actually going to be auctioning off all three ring gears. And the proceeds of the ring gear is going to a food uh food organization that is actually based in Rochester, New York, which as most people know by now that's where Brody Lee was from. Yep. And the reason they were doing that was because Brody Lee was very big. Uh what was very he 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 thought a lot of Rochester. And this was their their way of giving back to something that Brody cared for. Right. Because everyone knows family's pretty well taken care of at this point. Yeah. Um so he was doing they were doing something to help something that Brody cared about outside of his family. Right. And it was his city. Uh and essentially what they do is they make they distribute food to people that can't afford or need it all throughout that area. Um, so the ring gear that they had on is actually being auctioned off. Uh, and 100% of the proceeds is going to the... So that that was kind of cool to find out. I mean, first off, it was kind of cool to see Brody Lee as the, exa- the exalted one, Brody Lee, on their tights. Right. Period. Um, but it also kind of goes to show you what kind of impact this man really did have on wrestling as a whole. Right. No matter what organization he was in. Because this is this is one of WWE's big four. Right. This is one of their biggest four pay-per-views. Yep. New Day wants to have a tribute care to their friend. And it could have very easily been like, you know what, I'll allow it, but you gotta his Luke Harper images. Yeah, I, I was shocked to see that Vince. Um, and that. they they were like, "We want to use these images," and they were like, "Yes, make the gear." That could have easily been shot down in a heartbeat, right? But if that tells you what kind of man this this man truly was, I don't know what what will, right? Because. For the one man that doesn't acknowledge other organizations or other forms of professional wrestling. To allow this. To yeah. allow Brody Lee, the exalted one, on his arguably three of his most over superstar. Right. I mean, you, you can't say anything else. Exactly. This, this was another company's character that this person portrayed. Right. And it it wasn't like it was hard to tell or the hell, the side of of Kofi's pants was fucking shoulders up. Brody Lee in the white exalted one trench coat with the hair in the in the half bun. Right. Like that was exalted one. He had his hair in the he didn't do that in WWE. Exactly. Um, but I and also, uh, Big E's was him standing there in the exalted one jacket with his arm. 
Like it was clear as day. It was, it was Brody Lee. Um, now back to the Rumble. Three is Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn gets in. Orton and Zayn kind of work together, whooping the shit out of Edge. Um, you're going to notice that that is a common occurrence in this match. Right. Just a foreshadowing. Edge is going to get a lot of ass kicking. Yeah, because as, as soon as, like, as soon as Zayn gets in the ring, the first thing he does, he goes in and he takes out Edge's knee. And then him mm-hmm. and Orton just proceed to beat the ever loving piss out of him. Uh, number three then is it number comes four. or yeah yeah number four comes out. It is Retribution's Mustafa El Ali. Yep. Um, now, and now I, it's three I, on one. Keep in mind that the first elimination doesn't come until after the sixth man is in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, but like you've got. Number four is uh, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. Right. Number five then comes out. This is where he's Edge finally gets a little help. Was it five or was it six? Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. It's Jeff Hardy. Yep. Um, and I loved how the announcement immediately made the connection. And like they referenced it, finally Edge has someone out here that that kind of has his back. These guys were in the Attitude Era, very heated rivals, the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. Right. But there's a lot of respect between the two. Yep. I, I loved that little that little quick detail to kind of tie things together in a match that everyone is on their own, essentially. Right. Um, number six, Dolph Ziggler, right? Yeah, number six was Dolph Ziggler. Comes out and looks like a fucking million dollars, like always. Uh, Now, when did Orton get hurt? Quote, unquote. Orton got hurt around this time. Right. Um, I don't even I honestly don't remember. I know they were fighting outside. Yeah, yeah. Because when when Hardy comes in, they kind of, you know, pair off, whatnot. Uh, Edge kind of breaks loose. Him and Orton end up on the outside. Ziggler enters the inside. Orton and Edge are outside just dog shit out of each other again. Right. Uh, and Edge hits the execution. Execution on the table. On the table. Um, and when, when they show the replay, Orton's knee lands right dead into the table before anything else. Yeah. And then Orton takes a shot to that same leg. And it's just like it kind of gives out. Um, and it looks it it looks like Orton is being is severely injured, can't really put weight on the on the knee. Um he has to be helped back to the back to the back. Um, now, mind you, no one's been eliminated. Everyone's still eligible in the match. Orton and Edge are on the outside beating the shit out of each other because they rolled through the ropes. Right. In the process of beating the shit out of each other. Um. And I, I questioned. This is either a legitimate Randy Hart 
Randy Orton just tore something in his knee. So he's boxed or something. Or he's overselling it. Because because of how Orton has been every time he's got injured. Too. Right. Or Orton is making this. He's making this look like he just really blew his knee to hell and back. Right. And it legitimately, you couldn't tell if this was part of the match or if this was real. Right. Which, that's how it should be, in my opinion. That is how you sell. Yep. Um, and then, like, around 15 to 18 entry, they actually show a shot backstage where he's in the trainer's room and they're, they're working on his knee trying to get it taped up and he still looks pretty pissed. Yeah, they're cutting off his little knee pad that he was yeah. wearing. And... They cut his knee pad completely off. Um, which that part kind of was a little weird because they, like his leg was already stretched out straight. They could have just kind of jimmied that damn thing down. Right. Apparently the trainer was like, fuck it, I'm cutting something off today. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, that did show that it looked like the but it also, brace was partially broken. Yeah, but it also yeah, looked yeah. like now, yeah, now uh, amongst them beating the shit out of each other, his knee pad did get like toward hell and back. Yeah. Uh, how that happened, I don't know, but for for his knee pad to be half fucking torn, they're whooping the shit out of each other. Right logically in my mind is how that plays out. So like they're they're doing a damn good job on this one. Right. Um but you know the other thing was why the like it almost looked like something was broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it looked like there was a bone just kind of sticking up, but hadn't like came through the skin. Yeah, it almost looked now, like a compound fracture, even though it wasn't yeah. all the way through. Now, again, it was the way that it was shot and the angle that it was shot, and it was the contour of Randy Orton's shin and his calf muscle. Right. But the way that the angle was legitimately made that bone broke. Right. Fantastic camera angle for that legitimate like I thought I I thought it was a legitimate injury um we get back to the match um six was Dolph Ziggler seven was Shinsuke was huh Shinsuke okay yes as soon as Ziggler got he tied up with Hardy and eliminated Hardy yeah, I missed that. Uh, I missed that elimination. Yeah, it, it they kind of you don't really see it because they were focusing too much on Randy Orton outside the ring. Yeah, but Hardy got the elimination on Ziggler, and then from that Ziggler. moment after that elimination, elimination, there isn't a, there isn't another elimination until entrant number ten. Wasn't it Hardy eliminated by Ziggler? Not. Hmm. Didn't Ziggler eliminate Hardy? Yeah, Ziggler eliminated Hardy right after he okay. got in the ring. Yeah, because you you had said that Hardy eliminated Ziggler just oh, yeah. then. Other way around. Yeah. 
Um, I I got what you were saying. I was just clearing it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shinsuke comes out at n- seven. Number seven. Eight was Carlito. The Car- first, yeah, the, yes. The, the first surprise. The return. The return of Carlito was eight. He didn't do too bad for somebody that's retired. No. Well, he's not retired. He's active. He, oh. He's been wrestling Puerto Rico since he left WWE. Um, but Carlito came out. Carlito looked in fantastic shape. Right. Uh, he'd been gone from the company roughly around 10 years. Maybe a little bit longer. Um was in phenomenal shape and did great in the rumble. Like he was he was late game rumble. Yeah. I'm, if I remember correctly. Um comes out backstabber. Three two, three people. Uh two for sure. I know he hit uh Shinsuke with it. And then I think Dolph was the other one. Or it was either Dolph or it was Ollie. One of the two of those. Um, looked great. Uh, then we get to number nine, which was Xavier Woods, yep. who immediately hits the ring and beelines for Ali. Um, then we have number ten, who is Big E. So now the New Day members that are in the match are now in. Right. Um, and, and that's, that's big, when our second elimination comes in. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Yeah. Uh, well, now uh, before the, before they get to Sammy, before they get Sammy eliminated, they're going to town on Ali. Right. Then they get Zayn. Um, he hits Zayn in the corner, then shoots him out of the corner into Xavier. Doing so, he hits that honor roll clothesline of his, and then uh, you hear Big E pick him up and go, Oh, no, no, no! and he puts him up on his shoulders. And Woods comes off the corner, the corner with the midnight hour. Yep, oh, like they've legitimately hit their con, uh, and then bye bye, Sammy Zane. Right. Bobby, Biggie just hurls his ass like, hey, "Get out of here!" Now we're done with you. Um, <laughs> and then the next eliminations. I believe it's Ollie's next. No, Woods, no, Woods, no, Woods, Woods goes first because it pisses. Right. So Hardy was out by Ziggler. Zayn got eliminated by Biggie, and then next was Woods by Mustafa. By, yeah, by and Ali, then, and then yeah. um, of course. Ali's flapping his gums, talking the stuff to Woods, who's now been eliminated. And Big E's got this murderous look in his eye behind him. <laughs> and like if Luke's could kill, he'd run him through. Eliminating <laughs> Ali, Elias came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, what happened was like Mustafa, Mustafa turned around and saw Big E, and Big E just grabbed him by the throat. Yeah, he throttled. He just kind of pulled him back and just hoisted him over the rope. Uh, he, didn't, his oh, he, he didn't hoist him. He throttled him and just shoved, shoved him. his ass over right. the top right. Right. 
He's like, Ains, you're gone. <laughs> For Biggie's second elimination on the night. Um, and then, so that was 9, 10. 11 was, 11 was Elias, no, right? No, Morrison. Morrison. Morrison, and then it was Elias. Nope, nope. it was Ricochet. And then it was Ricochet. Oh, Elias, then Ricochet. No, it was Morrison, wow, then Ricochet, you? then Elias. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Um, so yes, um, along the way, you've got Morrison, uh, Ricochet, and Elias. Um, and I actually think, no, it was Ricochet's entrance was as Ali was being eliminated. Because as Ricochet went by Ali, he was sticking his tongue out at him, making fun of him. Yeah. What? You're right. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of the hint of the feud between Ali and Ricochet from Raw with the whole retribution join us right. thing. Uh, Ricochet hits the ring, and then that's 11, 12, 13. Elias was 13th. Okay. Then 14 was. The first NXT. Damien Priest. Oh, yes. But look. I don't give a damn. Damien Damien Priest, he held his own in that in that rumble. Um, especially when the entrant when the seventeenth entrant came out, he still held his on his own. But um, yeah, that Priest, was 14. Priest had four eliminations on the night. Yeah, but so, one one very big one. Which we'll get to. So, is... so and it was during this time that Elias eliminated Carlito, mm-hmm. and then Which Priest Carlito came out. Or um, you hear Elias from the ring saying, "No, that's cool." Right. And then Priest comes out. Priest eliminates Elias. Yep. And then we don't have another one until the next entrant comes out. Which is the A-lister, Mr. Movie oh. Star, who's only been in what one movie? Uh, he's been in no, he's a been few. In, he's been in a few, but most of them are actually straight, like straight, all to, straight to DVD, straight to video. <laughs> the Miz comes out. He he's been in most of the Marine movies. Yeah. Uh, besides the one, I I actually think since the Marine Three. First one was uh, Cena. First one was Cena. Second one was Anderson. Yeah. And then I think it's been Miz since. Um, but yeah, you have them coming out, uh, or you have him coming out. Um, and the elimination was. Next number number fifteen was eliminated by number fourteen. Miz was eliminated by Damian Priest. For number no, two on the night. same time. Morrison yeah, Miz yeah, yeah, yeah. went he, outside. They, time. Yeah, they they were doing they were something. Doing I don't remember what they were. They were. Oh, talking shit was, to uh, uh, the DJ booth. Oh yeah, they. Destroyed that's right. That's right. That's right. Because when Miz came out, he destroyed um, Bad yes. Bunny's DJ booth, and then while he, he was in the ring, performed earlier in the night. 
with Bad Booger Bunny. Dad. Yeah, Bad Bunny came out. It was distracting him, and Miz and Morrison were both hanging on the ropes talking shit to Bad Bunny. And then at that point, Breeze comes up from behind and lines. clotheslines both of them over the top rope and eliminates he Miz and Morrison. Dog number, shit number two and number three. And then it was at that point that Bad Bunny runs over, gets on the, the steps, climbs up to the top rope, and then does a better body splash from the top rope onto Miz and Morrison than Snoop Dogg did with his little frog splash that he did. <laughs> his Toy Story splash on AEW. Let's see. At that point, the... um. We don't have another elimination until number 18 comes out. So number 16 was Mr. I'm wrestle in my bare feet. Like. Professor Bro, the riddle. Um, Damn, almost said Tom Riddle. Fucking A. It's fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, Riddle comes out. Starts feuding with everybody. Beating the, you know, doing like everybody else does. You know, get in there, beat the shit out of everybody, prove you're number one. He's in the ring a minute and a half later. Number 17, Daniel Bryan comes out. Yes. Um, what, what, what number are we on? 17. 17, Daniel uh, Bryan. Yes, that's right, because 18 was the elimination. Yeah, 18 was the elimination. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan comes out like a house of fire. Um, of course, you know, the story was Brian hasn't won a Rumble, but he has the longest time in a in a Rumble. Right, in over an uh, hour. And that was at the, the greatest Royal greatest. Rumble? Yeah, because that Rumble was almost two damn hours. Yeah, an hour and 19 minutes, I think, he was in it. Well, Something shit, they like did 40 that. men, so <laughs> the hell do you expect? Something like that. Brian comes out, starts beating the crap out of people, more back and forth. A minute and a half later. Um well no no, hold on. There's there's a very big toe to toe before that entrant comes out. Daniel Bryan and, and Riddle go toe to toe. Right. And it looked amazing. Yeah. Like that would be a match that I would love to see. They were going for Submission after submission, after like they were that it it was almost a grapple fight. Yeah. Um, and it looked it looked fantastic. Uh, and then we get into our next entrant, which our is next, number our eighteen next surprise entrant, which is number eighteen, making eighteenth consecutive Rumble, who also holds the record. For the most overall elimination. Right. And that being Kane. The big red machine. Kane comes out and he he does a little house cleaning. Yep. He eliminates he, Ziggler. Yeah. He put some people on their ass and he had some. He went from 46 overall to 48. Yep. He eliminated Ziggler and then he eliminated Ricochet. Yeah. And then he gets into a battle with Damian Priest. 
And when I say, when I said Priest made a, 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 a big elimination and on his own, it was just Priest that eliminated Kane. Yep, he no got one his else. fourth and final elimination of the night. That, to me, that signifies the passing of the torch for the, for the Rumble, at least. Yeah. Anytime, anytime Priest is in a Rumble, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yep. He's going to have a target on his head, too. Yeah. Like Kane did every time he got in there. So, now we're getting... Let's see, that was 18. 19 was King. 19 was Corbin. Yes, Corbin, which is a, a, a close personal friend of mine. Friend. Uh, who I was also giving shit to later. So... Um, uh, Corbin did a Corbin did a good job in the wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. He he looked good. He's he's a big dude. Yeah. You know, he he went in there and he stood face to face with Priest. It was a good matchup, good face off. Yep. Um. Then twenty was well before twenty came out. Corbin got the elimination on Nakamura. Yeah. And then 20 came out, Mr. Former Money in the Bank, Otis. Blue Collar Man. Oh, oh the yeah. Coll- the Blue Collar Man. Man, Otis, Otis, Otis was, Otis came out hot. He hot cleaned house too. Lights. Squashing people in corners. Hitting cal- hit the caterpillar on uh, Damien Pree. Right. <laughs> Did he get an elimination? No, he no. did not, because okay. shortly after getting in, he was eliminated by Corbin. Yeah, that's right. And um, 21, Dominic. was that Styles? No. No, yeah, that was Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio. Uh, who, first Rumble? Went straight for Corbin. First Rumble went for one of the biggest dudes in the match. Eliminated one of the biggest dudes in the match. Not only went for the biggest dude, but eliminated his ass. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna say this: Dominic had had a great first rumble. Yeah, like amazing first rumble. Yeah. Um, this is also why I was giving my buddy, I, w- I was talking crap to my buddy about Corbin because he got eliminated by Dominic. Right. Uh, now, granted, fits the storyline. They've got issues on SmackDown, so it fits the storyline. Made right. sense. I didn't didn't see anything wrong with that eliminated. Right, Those and guys it, look it'll good. it'll continue through the next SmackDown. Yeah, I, both guys looked good. Uh, Corbin came out; and he got one elimination, two. two? Uh, Corbin, Corbin okay. got two. He got Nakamura and okay. Otis. Yeah, yeah. So he got a couple elims. He had some good. He had some good offense. Um, he hit deep six on six. Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsuke. Because he, he went for end of days and not through it. Yeah, Nakamura did, countered it with a little flip. Yeah, so I mean, Corbin had a good showing. Yeah, yeah. To and be in there. Dominic didn't in last there. long either. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the short time that he was in there, he showing, got a couple eliminations, looked good. Dominic came out, polished it up, eliminated. Dominant looked good. 
right. neither one looked bad. Exactly. Um, and, and that's what this that's what this thirty man rumble match is all about. Making everyone, making sure when they come out they look good. They if they're going to be in there for the long haul, they stay you know semi consistent and semi conserved. Look good, kind of sell when they need to help people out when they come in, whatnot. Right. If they're not in there long, they get their shine. Then they they rub they give the rub to whoever is taking them out. Right. Um. And and everyone looks good. Right. And after Corbin's eliminated by Mysterio, number twenty two comes out. The what did they call him? The CEO of the Hurt Business. Yeah, Ashley. Yeah, the business is in the building. Of course, Lashley. Lashley comes out and goes straight for Riddle. Yeah, Lashley is. I again, I like the hurt business. I like the stable. I like the look. I like the story. I like the attitude. Lashley comes out and put asserts his dominance. Beats the crap out of Riddle, and then Dominic tries to, you know, he he's coming down from that high from eliminating Corbin, so he goes for the next biggest dude in the ring. Goes for the biggest dude, ends up getting his ass eliminated by Lashley. Probably not smart idea on this one, but you know what? You learn. You learn. Right. Uh, so you're not, you're not coming out in your first rumble and winning it. Right. Lashley ends up with three eliminations. And three eliminations all back to back to back. So he eliminates he eliminates Dominic. He eliminates Priest. Yep. And then number twenty three comes out. The next surprise entrant. Hurricane Helms. (laughs) The Hurricane. Now that was a combo elimination with him and Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. After him and Big E locked up for a bit. Yeah. Lashley yeah. gets the elimination on the Helms, and Daniel Bryan gets the elimination on Lashley. Well, no, no. Helms was a double. Helms was E and Lashley. Because he went to double choke slam him. And then they both picked him up and chunked him. Well, on here, they're giving credit to Helms as Lashley. Well, it was both of them. Because remember, they both overheaded him. Right. Right. Um, And then E eliminated. No, was Brian, e eliminated, Brian eliminated Lashley. Okay, Brian. Well, it was E, Riddle, Brian, and Edge. It was the multi, everybody. Right, right, right. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Christian started it. Because he gets eliminated as Christian. Well, and that the, brings our number 24 out, yep. Christian. <laughs> yeah, technically also Christian also. That yes, brings yes. our number 24 out, Christian. <laughs> when we get the reunion, everyone's been... Right, Edge and Christian, E and C. Oh, and it, it was fantastic. There was a hug. It looked phenomenal. I loved it. It was great. That's best, when Lash, Lashley goes spot. out. And then after Lashley goes out, they all turn their attention to Big E. Yep. Big E gets eliminated. And then we don't get another one, another elimination until number 26 comes out. 
So after Christian had come out, number 25 was the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. With Omus. With Omus. Oh, that was fucked up. Omus was... Omus meant business. That, no, that's what it was. Okay, that's why it says N-E on... For Biggie and Mysterio. Because AJ's in the ring. Yep. And Omus is the reason Biggie was eliminated. Because he pulls him out of the ring. Yeah. And then number 26 come out, Rey Mysterio. And remember that one because we said, well, Rey doesn't have to worry about protecting Dominic. Yeah. And this one, because, and then Mysterio ends up getting eliminated by Omus as well. Yep, set up for the 619. Omus grabbed him. Yep, grabbed him, pulled him out of the ring. And then also set up a spot where they tried, someone tried to eliminate. AJ Styles and almost grabbed him and then carried him back over and put him up on the apron to get him back in the ring in the match. Yeah. That happened three times? That happens a few times. Yeah, that happens yeah. a few times. And then we don't get another elimination until number 30 comes out. So number 27 was the Celtic Warrior, Sheamus. Yeah. Sheamus comes out. Number 28 comes out after that, and that's Cesaro. And then we get the bar reunion with them two. That ends very quickly when he spins. (laughs) Ends like within a few seconds when he shows him to the ground and grabs him and does the the fucking spin. But he only does four on Sheamus. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to flip him over the the top rope, but ends up missing. And then I forget who he does it to. After that, but he gets up to like 18 spins on that person. Uh, like, no, he did a total of 19 spins between the two. Okay. Uh, the first four was um, Cesaro. The was on Sheamus. The uh, no, or I'm sorry, was on Sheamus. The other 14, 15, 15 was on Daniel Bryan. That was hilarious to watch because <laughs> Bryan is holding his ears the entire right. time. Right. <laughs> and then after that all goes down, then the formerly known as the Monday Night Messiah, now to whatever the fuck he's called on SmackDown, Seth Rollins comes out for number 29. That was a surprise entrant because he's been out for a while. Oh, he's the Savior SmackDown. I think that's what they changed it to. Savior yeah. SmackDown. He comes out. He comes out. And then minute and a half fighting back and forth and then number 30 comes out Braun Strowman the monster among men and when he comes out he cleans fucking house yeah he comes out to add more bodies to that right he gets three of them in a row he takes out Cesaro he takes out Sheamus and he takes out AJ Styles now AJ was tricky he technically takes AJ twice this was the last time that almost saved him. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Big E, or not Big E, uh, Braun Strowman goes to throw him like he's going to eliminate him. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's so funny to watch because he has him by the back of the neck and the tights. And he just holds him there and says, nah, I'm a, and then throws him on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> but like it's almost like he just holds him like oh you thought you was going to catch him this time no I got other ideas and I'm just like this man just held a grown ass man in the middle 
But by this time now, after AJ Styles is gone, you've got Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Riddle, Strowman, Christian, and Edge. Yes. In the ring. In the ring. In the ring. With an injured Randy Orton in the back. Again. Technically, technically there are six active participants, but one of them is injured in the back. Right. You you get the feuding going on. You end up with Daniel Bryan getting eliminated by Seth Rollins. And you've got Rollins and Strowman and Edge and Christian. Right. Showing as your final four. Final four. And then there's more duking it out. Rollins gets his second elimination in Riddle. Mm. So that, that drops it now down to Rollins. Edge, Strowman, and Christian. Yeah. So there's your four. And this gives credit Strowman's elimination to Edge, but I want to say it was a a group effort. It was Edge and Christian, yeah. Yeah, Edge and Christian. And then that drops it down to Edge, Christian, and Rollins. Final three. Well, what I'm looking at, given the... uh... Given the elimination to Rollins for Strowman, I can't remember. Yeah, see, I, I think it was a group effort on all three of them, because I think they ended up overpowering Strowman and getting him out of the ring. I know Strowman went for the elimination on the edge. Christian appeared. That's Rollins what it was. was close. That's what it Rollins was. Rollins was close to the mix, yeah. but it never made contact. Yeah, I remember that because because oh, Ed, no. Edge was hanging on for dear life, and he had Edge Strowman. He was trying to pull him down. Strowman was trying to shove him down. That's Christian right. was trying to get Strowman. And then, then Rollins comes back. He dumps both. Christian and gets both of them. Right. That's what it was. So, so that's why. They gave him credit for both of them on the one I'm looking at because Rollins effectively right. got them. So yeah, Rollins got Strowman and Christian. So that leaves Rollins and Edge left in the match. And uh, there's not really much... Not much Besides, happens after there's this. There's no back but... and forth. Edge grabs Rollins and dumps over. Yeah. Well, Rollins goes for the... Well, Edge is on the ground. Rollins goes for the... Yeah, stomp. He, go, he goes for the curb stomp on Edge, and Edge ends up getting up while he's in the air and spears him. And then yeah. picks him dumps. up and dumps him over the top to eliminate him, so that just leaves Edge in the ring. Now, at this point, everybody's expecting a bell. But what we expected to happen actually did happen with Randy Orton coming back out. And Orton landed an RKO on Edge. Perfectly fine. Not yeah. injured at all. It looked, looked good. Um, it was sold very well. Yeah. Not yeah. the RKO, the, the injury early in the match. The other thing to point out was Monday night, Orton's face was burned. Right. Orton's face was burned. Um, tonight he was perfectly fine. There was no burns whatsoever. So I just think they said fuck, fuck that fuck part the of the storyline. Story yeah, fuck that storyline. <laughs> Comes out it, looking it, normal. Then you end up with a little bit of back and forth between the two. Orton goes to throw. Was well, it actually, back and he, forth? He, no, he hits the RKO. He picks him yep. up. He grabs him by the back of the head, and he goes to throw him on the far side edge of the rope, edge of the ring. Halfway there, Edge counters, flips it, grabs Orton, and just yeets him over the top rope to eliminate Orton. 
for the win. Now, now again, I'm just going to say this. The men's rumble gets a 20 star. Yeah. Ed, edge 11. And I, this was another tidbit that they threw out that I very, that I really appreciated. 11 years to the day from the first rumble he won. He wins his second. Yep. And after, I think, being injured, after being told he could no longer he could no longer wrestle, right? And I, I and think the rumble and going to mania. Roxas, you might want to might can look this up, but I think this might be the first time in Rumble history that number one and two that entered ended the rumble. No, no, Shawn Michaels Bulldog. Okay. 95. So the second time. Yeah. It's the second time in history that the number one entrant in the Rumble won the Rumble as well. Yeah. So that means Edge was in the ring. It doesn't even show a time on how long this one was. It's got to be over an hour at least. 90, close to an hour. 95 uh, Bull, uh, Bulldog and Sean. And I think the year that Ray won it, Ray was number two, and I think the one he eliminated was number one. Because I think number one that year was Kurt Angle. 58 minutes. Or whoever it was. Whoever the elimination was. So Edge was in the Rumble for 58 minutes. That can't be right. What? I'm looking at it here. Now, as far as I know, Royal Rumble record for the longest time is still Ray Mysterio. Right. What is the thing for the up? It was Bulldog and Michaels for that. I gave this one a five out of five full marks. It, it was just Michaels and Bulldog, yeah. Uh, yeah, the only other two to go one and two and in the Rumble, still in it both, was uh, David Boy and uh, Sean, 1995. That was, that was Sean's first uh, Rumble win. Right, and then he repeated the next year in '96. Right, he was he was also as far as I know he was also the first one to go back. To- yeah, the next one to do it was Austin. Yep, Stone Cold. Stone Cold's got the. Oh, sorry, I take that back. It's also uh, Stone Cold and Mr. McMahon in '99. Right, right, because I knew they started one and two, but I couldn't remember if McMahon made yeah. it to the end or not. Yeah, McMahon. Yeah, because that. Yeah, right. that's the year that McMahon won the rumble. Yep. Right. Ninety nine was the year McMahon won the rumble as well. Right. So that takes us. Edge has two two rumble wins. So that puts him one behind Stone Cold because Stone Cold is the only one that's got three Royal Rumble wins. So, and not too bad yeah. for it. Possibly Edge's last rumble. Possibly, don't know. Yep. Overall, I hope, hope not. I hope I hope there is another one. Yeah. Oh um, no. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you get get down to the very end. He was fucking gassed. Well, yeah, but he he was in what fifty six, fifty three. Uh, he was in fifty eight minutes. Fifty eight minutes. I mean that that's a long time. Yeah. Especially with as physical as he was. Especially with Orton through that, and a lot of those entry like Rumble and Shine spots, Edge fed to. Right. Like they were done to Edge. So I mean, he was 
he was taking more abuse. Yeah, he was the number one guy that a lot of people were beating on, mainly because of the storyline that he told at the beginning. Um, I, I called, my prediction was, uh, if Wyatt was not in the Rumble, it, and it was solely based off the promo. Right. Uh, had they not aired that promo, been up in the air. But exactly. when they aired that promo, it still did. Right. Overall, uh, you can't you can't have it. You can't have Edge come out and do a promo saying I'm going to the Rumble. Right, and then have him lose. Yeah, you you can't do that. Like that's that's a Daniel Bryan situation. Right. And especially with this new deal with Peacock, they're not going to risk anything pissing pissing us off. Right. Exactly. So overall, they they need those crossover numbers to look really good. Yeah. I gave the overall three out of five. Uh, I'm biased. Uh, I'm I'm going to tell you now. I'm very biased on this pay-per-view. This is my favorite pay-per-view of the year just for the Rumble matches. Yeah. Um, I can give two shits less if the rest of the card is absolute garbage. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the Rumble matches. Uh, I gave it a five. Well, let's let's do this, okay? For the three normal matches that were on the card, Reigns and so, Reigns and or no, not Reigns. Hold on, McIntyre and Goldberg, Sasha and Carmella, and Reigns <coughs> and Owens. I'll give them a three out of five. For the two Rumble matches, I'll give them a five out of five. So, okay, here here's here's why I'm giving the Rumble a five. Go uh, the potential for the Goldberg was there. It was just it was produced wrong. Right. Uh, whoever was the agent on it should have been like, no, let he should have fought to have them actually wrestle. I'm not going to fault the guys for that one. Um, the kickoff show was really good. It was. It was. It was very good to watch. The tag team match was good, minus Nia Jax not looking the best, but she did a good job. Um, our truth was in it three times. Absolute gold. Um, taking the rest out of the equation for the the. The Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match because that wasn't their fault either. Right. Sasha Banks Carmella was really good, even considering the fact that yes, Carmella wasn't at her best, but she was also pulling double duty and far apart. Um, the two Rumble matches were amazing, and not only that, the how many hours do we watch on YouTube? Three. The three hours of YouTube content that they did, they did an Ultimate Rumble, which was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> they did a special edition of the Bump, which was awesome. And then, of course, the kickoff show. That's why, I, I all, overall, I I feel okay giving it a five stars. Plus the Rumble compilation. Oh, well, yeah. They also showed every Rumble in the, from the last ten years on YouTube for free today. Damn. Straight. It was awesome. Um, 
So I've watched a lot. Oh. Uh, I give it a five stars because Edge. I give it five stars because Edge won the Rumble. Right. I mean, I. The rest of the card could have been an absolute shithole. Right. They finally did a Rumble and did. I would give them five stars for that one reason, this one dime. Right. Like, that's, that's my thing. Now, realistically, if you factor in everything else, I would have gave it, I'd give it a four star. Yep. Um, Personally, I'm giving it a five-star because Edge went in the should have been going in, and he was there till the end, and he won the fucking thing, and he's going to Mania to face Drew McIntyre. I'm calling that one now. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly think that he's going to spear the shit out of him. McIntyre's going to go for a Claymore. He's going to duck it and eat a spear. Yeah. Um, and Edge is going to have a run till SummerSlam. I feel right. comfortable saying SummerSlam. He's going to have a run to SummerSlam. McIntyre might get the title back then. Well, but definitely, I definitely think Edge is going to Mania. Edge gets the title. That's that's going to be the story. It's it's Daniel Bryan's story all over again. Right. Minus, he doesn't have to deal with the authority figures, and he won the Rumble when he should have. Right. Roxas, what'd you give it? Kind of agree with the uh, what you were saying on it. Initially, just overall counting everything, probably a three out of five. Taking just out, because, taking out the shitty matches, then a five out of five. Out, yeah, I'd give it about four and a half. That's fair. Um, certain spots in the women's rumble, I thought could have been a whole lot better. Yeah. Um, there's a few matches that I would have definitely out and probably matches we don't agree on. I wouldn't have took out the women's tag team match. I wouldn't say I'd taken out that one. Oh. I, I wouldn't have took the I wouldn't have took the WWE championship off. You couldn't. Yeah, you gotta have both your title your main titles on the on you've gotta have them on Rumble. Right. It being a big four, you gotta have them there. Right. Could they have changed the opponent from Goldberg? Yes, they could have done a Goldberg chamber right that i I won't argue with one thing yes one thing that we did speculate for the men's rumble didn't happen and i was kind of i think i don't know if i was more hoping for it or you were especially with booker still in his full gear booker right i was was kind of hoping for that like all right let him be a surprise entry i won't see it Let's do I'll, it. Let's do it. The only thing was, I, I was not hoping he came out as Booker T. I was hoping he came out as G.I. Bro since he was G.I. Bro in the music video and on for the live performance. Right. G.I. Bro finally enters the Rumble. I think that that would have been perfect if they would have done that. I probably would have gave it a five out of five then just because that would be one of those nostalgia I mean, kicks extremely for me. My biggest thing, despite him not coming out, we got, you know, guy Kane. Kane Kane for uh, an 18th straight one. Kane being the mayor of Knoxville or Knox County. Knox County. Um, We got Hurricane Helms for some reason. By God, we got Hurricane. (laughs) A hurricane rolled through Florida in the middle of January. Hurricane. We got Hurricane. 
Yeah, we, we got, got the attempted name. choke slam on damn Biggie and Bobby Lashley, which caused yeah. him to fly. Yeah. We got Edge and Christian. That's why I said four and a half. <laughs> Christian coming out too. Yo, gave yo, it that, gave you, it that point. You five. had too much. I <laughs> had nothing. Oh, we forgot to talk about the spot between Miz and Morrison when they confronted Bad yep. Bunny in the yeah. back. That's what caused the destruction of the DJ booth. When Miz was talking shit about Booker T and his G.I. Oh. bro costume and oh, everything. God, yes. And then Booker T comes up from behind. Damn, you did not just say. Yes, he did. Morrison. Morrison. Did. Yes, he did. Uh, and just dipped. <laughs> no, no, he did. Yep. Gone. Yep. Yes, he did. He dipped. <laughs> He said oh, that and booked shit. the hell off. He booked the fuck out of there. All right, let's talk That's schedule real quick. Do what? Let's talk schedule. So for two eight, we had planned on doing the men's rumble winner, which I originally said to Edge, and then we let's do. Yeah. So next week's podcast will be on Edge. I cannot wait. Two fifteen. Is going to be a podcast dedicated to the life of Brody Lee. Yes. 222 is going to be Undertaker. Yep. And then on 3-1, we start our, uh, our kickoff for WrestleMania. Well, te- technically, Taker's kicking off for WrestleMania. Right. That's why we're doing it the last right. week leading into March. Right, but we're going to be talking yeah. a lot about Undertaker's career. Yeah. More than just the WrestleMania. We're going to be talking about Taker's career. I understand that, but what's a big part of his career? WrestleMania. Right. So, 3-1. Uh, 3-1, I think we said, was... The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. Did we? We, I thought it was Triple. Not Rock. Okay. 3-8 three, three so is going to be Triple one. H. Well, hold on. 3-1 is Rock, and then the... When the Wednesday that week is going to be reviewing rock matches from Mania. See, I had thought that we were going to do on 3 1 do rocks matches for Mania, and then that Wednesday we were going to do a random WrestleMania review using the wheel. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, that was the wheels. We spin the wheel, it tells us a WrestleMania, and then we do that WrestleMania. And then 3-8, we do Triple H at Mania. And then again, that Wednesday, we do another... We let the wheel decide and we do another one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, that's a, that is what we came right, up with. Right. And then... Uh, question on that. Hmm. On the Manias, are we just going to list all the Manias and spin it? Yes, all the way up to last year's. Okay. I ha- already have the wheel set up from one all the way to last year. Now... And, Okay, for 36, did you 36-1, or just 36 together? 36 together. Okay, so if we hit 36, we're doing night one, night two. Yeah, that's going to be a big podcast. Yeah, that's going to be long. Or more than likely with that one, we'll, we'll take the highlight matches. The Edge and Orton, the Undertaker, Boneyard match. The, the Fiend, Funhouse. The Fiend, house. yeah, Funhouse. Everyone in the title. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Now, I know you're looking at the schedule. And I know the next podcast is not seven days after Triple H. We did this for a reason. 
Yes. Instead of doing it on the 15th, we're doing one on the 16th for Stone Cold Steve Austin on 316 yep. day. 316. For Austin 316. And then so, again that Stone week we're going to do another WrestleMania. Stone Cold day we're doing yeah, we're doing that and then then so that'll be a Tuesday and then Thursday. And then 3 I think I have the day wrong, but the next podcast after that will be Shawn Michaels. The one, yeah. And then we'll do another one. Oh, uh, we haven't gone past that yet. Hold, hold on. So with May, because we had the wrong date for Mania, because we had the original old date, which was going to be the end of March. Right. So after the Shawn Michaels, we'll extend it out until Mania, so, which will be another podcast or two. No, like. Mike, we do Michaels the week before Mania. That's what we agreed on. Right. So we bump Michaels down to before Mania. We got to get someone else in there for that one. Uh, that one week in Mania. All right. So we got we got six weeks to come up with that, so we can get that taken care of. I actually have an idea on it. Who? As much as I hate to say this, Hogan. Hulk Hogan? As much as I hate to say it, Hogan. Because, I mean, technically you can't say... Right. Hogan T, Hogan Bundy. That's just first three. Right. Like, that's so, WrestleMania 1, 2, and 3. WrestleMania 4 was Hogan Macho. WrestleMania 5... Not a hundred percent sure on WrestleMania six was Hogan Warrior. Right, right. So three twenty nine or three twenty two is Hulk Hogan. Three twenty nine is Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. And then when was Mania? Tenth and eleventh. Uh, Mania is tenth and eleventh. So so on four April fifth would be Michaels. So four or five would, would be Michaels. Okay, so then we have we have two weeks to fill then. We shouldn't. Oh, wait, yeah, because we had... Jesus Christ. Do my, uh, Macho. Alright, so we'll do... Alright. Four was Andre, five was... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Do Brett. Brett Hart? We'll do Brett. When? Um... 329? Either one of them. We'll do Brett, and then we'll do Michaels. Let's do this. Hold on. I, I, I got you. I got you here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's we, we, we can't do many without talking about my favorite guy. So what we're going to do, 316 Stone Cold. WrestleMania 4, the Mega Powers explode. 320, on 322, we're going to do Hogan and Savage combined. 329, we'll do Bret Hart. 4-5, we'll do Shawn Michaels. And then after that, on the twelfth will be Mania. No, that's not wrong. Five was Mega Powers Explode. Four was or the Crown a new WWE was a championship tournament. Final two was uh, Hulk and Andre. No, final two wasn't. Our schedule damn near takes up the whole entire vertical. Final two, Macho uh, Macho Million Dollar Man. Right, but those two fought. Yeah, they were they were in the first right. round, and it was a bye. Right. <clears throat> but that's the slam heard around the world. Yep. All right. 
So, schedule is as follows. 2-8, Men's Royal Rumble winner, Edge. 215, yes. Brody Lee. 222, The Undertaker. 3-1, The Rock. 3-8, <coughs> Triple H. Oh, whoa, slow down. 3-1 uh, is The Rock. Rock. 3-8. Triple H. 3-16. Stone Cold. 3-22. Is Hogan Savage. Okay. 29. Bret Hart. And then the fifth. Four or five is Shawn Michaels. Michaels, because you do. That's what we talked about. Right. Mr. WrestleMania. Right. Going into WrestleMania. Going into WrestleMania. 412, Mania 2021. Yeah. Because we, we got Mania. We got the next 10 weeks of podcasts ready to go. Yeah. So, on that note. We're going to conclude this week's podcast. Again, I'm one of your hosts. I am 617. You can catch me on all social media platforms. Spelled just like it is down here. 61SEV3N. I also stream on Twitch under the same name. I'll pass it over to my man to the left. He'll give his outro. He'll give the outro to his buddy sitting back there. And then he will do his favorite bit. Yes. I'm Puppet Master, aka Puppet. You can find me also streaming on Twitch at Puppet Master 2191. So that'll be twitch.tv forward slash Puppet Master 2191. Also, don't forget Puppet Master is the code for 10% off on Rogue Energy at checkout. And I am out of Rogue. The buddy behind me here is Roxas. You can find him absolutely nowhere. Which is also listed on my Twitch page. From time to time, you'll be able to see him over Puppet's shoulder when we do podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you do see him, you'll see him live here. Uh, this is the only place that he appears, and that is Sap Wrestling on YouTube, also on Apple Music and Spotify. Don't forget those. Now, my favorite part of the night or of the episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you're watching here on YouTube. Hit the like, leave a comment, click the bell. That notification helps get us in the algorithm and gets us on up there. We've enjoyed it. This was, again, a royal review from us. Uh, if there's anything that you would like to see us talk about or, you know, just kind of toss around, leave it in the comment section. And on that yeah. note, we are signing off, and we will see y'all next week for our podcast on Edge. Peace. Peace.